Unrefined Sophisticates is now on the air. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Cam, <laughs> before we even start, Cam, I want to know, without you looking up to the monitors... Do you know what episode we're on? Because <laughs> we didn't talk about this. We we forgot uh, to chitty chat. Episode 34, Your Honor. 34? Is that 34, right, Your Honor. I mean, I think it's a technicality, but yeah. yeah. I had a question mark next to it. I mean, we I had 33, 33 and a third. third. <laughs> was the last true, one. true. So the next whole number... <laughs> the whole integer. <laughs> 34 and a fourth. <laughs> so we back up in this thingeth. I know it's been a long time coming, but we here. And uh, if you don't know, now you know. You were listening to the Unrefined Sophisticates podcast. As I said a second ago, episode 34. I'm Ken Jones to my left. Morgan Jones. And Jesus. to my left. Oh, wow. Your boy, Max. And we're happy to be back. What the fuck, man? What? Max. Fractal million. <laughs> you know what? That would have been an awesome. Modern you know, Air if Max. I could, yeah, that, that's cool, too. Maybe I should do that. <laughs> but we're back. I don't feel comfortable on any episode that we start where you don't have a drop. You know what? It's a lot of pressure to think of, like, a drop. Because I have to think, like, oh, I want something that's going to represent me. You know, so sometimes You're you got to just do AKA no AKA I'm doing too much? Yeah, just sometimes you gotta do no drop. Sometimes you gotta drop. You the did top. that last episode, like like when Ray J let Fab drop his top. You remember that? I don't. I'm gonna need like 17 more pieces of context. I I don't. Remember when Ray J was like, "I let nope. drop my top." <laughs> yeah. You don't remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> you visit the Breakfast Club interview where Ray J was on there. pit ass. Is that when when Ray J was just on a tear right. and it was like a legit Twitter rant? Where he just said on he was radio. gonna cuss and he immediately and he was like, cussing. "Can you cuss on here, <laughs> this bitch?" Two guys in ass bitch. <laughs> we back. So we're back. And Max has no drop, so this episode is trash. We're coming. We're, we're we're forming like Voltron. Truth. I think we all had. Do we have eventful weekends? Can you and I hooked up and we did some things this weekend? Wow. We, got, we had a podcast. Yeah, what? Let's run that. Let's reformat that. Whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. Vampire in Brooklyn. Shout out to <laughs> Mother Bitch. Wait a minute. And, and Aunt Barrows. Yeah. We had to do that. For the listeners, if you haven't no. watched the movie Max Vampire in Brooklyn. Definitely go check that out. And I was invited to be a part of this podcast, and I was invited and then I gave my availability and you went ahead while I was gone? Gucci shake. <laughs> Put a little wine in my glass. <laughs> so we did that. Shout out to Wow. Shout out to Yesenia Jones who a lot who who made it happen for us to record at Alec our brother Alex's spinot. So don't shout out. <laughs> so I knocked on the door when I got there. <laughs> I wasn't there, so this is news Duh. to me. I knock on the door, and this is what I hear. And I was like, yeah, that's a dog. Oh, okay. right? <laughs> so I've got things in my hands. So then the door opens. Wait, and did you get there uh, just by yourself, or did you and Aunt show up at the same time? No, I was I was there by myself. Okay. Aunt was already inside. So the door opens, and I'm thinking it's going to be Aunt opening the door. It's the older of the sons. 
Which he's like, what, seven? Six? So, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah five and or he six. opens the door like, if you're here for Alex, he's not at home right now. And I was like, sounding like a message? <laughs> like, I'm right. a message? And so I was like, yeah, and that's when Ant kind of made his way over. Smushed him, probably. And I was like, bro, there's a dog. Like, no, don't just op- tell me, like, just come in. Where's the dog at? Right. That sound way too big. Then the horse comes running in the room. And I'm like, dog, no, not the dog. horse. <laughs> what what kind of dog is it? Great, Great Dane, dog, like oh, a horse, full, huge, indeed, dog. But then a dog is, you know, I'm used to being tall, been this my whole life, six foot five, <laughs> one seventy five, sixty pounds. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm like, I'm not Twig. sitting down. Like this dog is gonna be face level right. if I sit down. <laughs> right. Like, no, I'm not sitting down. And, and then Ann was like, "Yeah, he gonna probably be on you for a minute." Definitely not sitting down. Right. Put his I'm little wet nose up against right. you. And then uh, uh, the son is like, "Is that your?" What did he ask him if I was his uh, brother or if we were cousins? As you and Ann? Ann? Yeah. And then he was like, "Nah," and I was like, "Nah, I'm his dad." And he was like. He's older than you? <laughs> He's like an old man, like 25? Man. <laughs> I like, Shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> kind of oh, where man. I'm at. But uh, yeah, I just yeah, stood around like a dork old man until y'all showed back up because I wasn't about to sit down in front of that dog. You know what? Shout outs to Great Dane, specifically Anthony. I don't know if you know this, uh, Can. But Anthony's mom has two Great Danes. One of them had to get put down because it just had heart uh, cancer, so they had to put it down. God damn it. We lost a good one. All all the Great Dane owners around the world unite. Put a lighter (laughs) in the air. Put a bick in the air. Oh, yes. So we get there. We get the podcast done. It was a success. Then uh, then we go grab a little chamonix. Me, Can Jones. Amp Barrows, we're kicking around ideas. We settled on uh, Golden Corral, right? <laughs> nah, it was a. Uh, I always get the two mixed you know, up: Golden Corral um, and then um, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, yeah, I was perfect the fitting two. name. <laughs> this experience. So we go to Cracker Barrel. None of us have been there. They just opened a new one. I didn't know there was a Cracker Barrel here on uh, what Beaverton Hillsdale. You know, Canyon. It'd be the Canyon exit, right Canyon. when you get off the Canyon oh, okay. exit. Okay. So we never tried it. We went there. We get there, we're kind of confused because as soon as we walk in, it looks like a store, right? There's a bunch of like yeah. gifts. Yeah, yeah. It's a super gift shop. expensive. Enter through the gift shop. Yeah. Super expensive. Like, uh, yeah. Candies were like five bucks. Like, right. so individual sodas. Like, stuff like, that didn't make sense. Like, a, uh, what is it? The sugar baby, the sugar daddy, like the, the, the stick. stick one was like. Three dollars or something. Because it's real caramel this time. Nah, player. <laughs> no preservatives. Give me the fake. So we get up, we find where we're supposed to be. We see there's a separate uh, dining area. So we sit, we wait. I'm in the back. uh, Ant's in front of me. Can's in front of him. Now, let him know what was going on, because I I didn't really have a good view and good ear. So we get to the front. You know, a young lady comes up. She's doing where she's going to get ready to see to ask us how many. And then an older lady, probably, you know, 60s, mid-60s, nice and energetic. And she starts doing these hand motions. And I'm I'm She's not hand driving like doing some stuff, <laughs> and I'm not understanding what's happening. Then she does the universal. I just shot a sh- basketball. And then she's like, and it was wet. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> you like basketball? And I was, I'm good at no, it. No, no. She asked me if I played basketball, and I said no. Which the air got really quick came out the room. 
and I was like, actually, sucked I, out of the. I was like, the I, I play volleyball. I was like, God I'm not. bless it. I'm leaving. And so this is the again, the air is gone. So, so can't, now, can't for the listeners that may have that, forgotten, what's your height again? <laughs> six foot five. And Anthony is with us. He's about a good six Shoes two. Off. He's about a good six two. I'm I'm like five eight. Uh-huh. So you tell her you play volleyball. Yeah. And then what do you say after that? So hit her with that, and she's like, "Oh yeah, um, yeah." You know, just every time I see somebody taller than me, I'm like, "Man, they probably play basketball because everybody's taller than me." And if I was tall, then I'd play basketball. Then the young lady who was up at the front was like, "No volleyball. That's that's cool." That's cool. And it was like, okay, we're done with this. <laughs> no, remember you said he he's the basketball player. Oh, no. Oh, you're me. right. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I did. So I'm what, 6'5"? I'm what, 6'2"? I'm 5'8". And Cam says, no, he plays basketball. <laughs> he's the hoop star. And I just played it off like, yeah. So we go and get seated. Tell him this part. We st- <laughs> we, we get to uh, looking at the menu and our server comes up. And ask, you know, if we want something to drink, whatever, get waters or whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. And we're still clearly, we just got there. We're still clearly looking at the at the menus. And dude is acting like we're wasting our time looking at the menus. And he tells. And Aunt this is in within, wait, this is within not even five minutes of being seated. Not even, maybe, okay, so five minutes of being seated, but within three minutes of getting the menu. Right. And so the gentleman looks at. As, as if we're wasting our time, I was like, oh, you guys are getting the fried chicken, right? God. <laughs> no, no. He didn't say you guys. He said, I'm assuming you guys. Wow. I, this is a whole menu. And immediately I was like, yeah, no, we're definitely looking through all these options. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I'll give you guys a couple more minutes. But you guys are getting the fried uh, chicken, but, right? But you are getting the fried chicken. Right. I mean, why are we even having uh, the discussion? Wow. More you look at me. Anthony got the first. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, he was going to get a different fried right. chicken than the one he suggested, and then he got swooned into getting the fried chicken here originally. So the dude, this is what I don't get. Swindled. The dude, like, I, I don't know if he upselled him. I don't know if there's a price differentiation, but he told Anthony to get whatever he suggested but was talking shit about what he was gonna order he's like oh yeah you don't want that it's like frozen or whatever and i'm thinking like damn why would you talk shit about something that's on your own menu well he's trying to make your experience right i guess but you can do that without shitting on something i think you can i think you i think you're right about that anyway so we ended up eating i mean the food wasn't nasty or nothing it wasn't the greatest and the prices weren't weren't crazy so it was i'll probably never go back but it wasn't terrible uh the lady actually asked can when we were paying if he's coming back and in my mind so i hear the lady say are you are you gonna come back again and i instantly pretend like i'm looking at some random shit like looking at some little gadgets right Hoping that can is just gonna just do the diplomatic thing and be like, oh yeah, because I'm thinking like, what do you have to lose, Ken? And just be like, yeah, and then we get the fuck out of here. No, of course, Ken is like, probably not. 
and it gives her some jive ass excuse as to why. Nah, I mean, you said because you. Cook I told her I said I cook, so this this isn't that is a jive ass excuse though. I mean, but that's what it was like. The oh food no, was I never no, go out. I the eat portion suck at my house all the time, so I'll never be back. She had a rebuttal though, where she was like, "No, I cook too, and at least two nights a week I take." You know, she said something from there, and it's like I take that home because sometimes you just want to break. Plus, it's free, bitch. For yeah. You. And I was right. like, but I do kind of want to from the picture of the catfish. I do want to try the catfish. I did tell her that. that Which I did nice. also get a mistelsis this weekend. So Ken has a date night going to right Golden Corral. Wait, what's it called? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. I've only been to Cracker Barrel in Texas. I've never been. Yeah, that's what I think most people's experience. Was it all right? Pretty good. It was nothing to write home about. Yeah, not even kind of. Because the portions no. were so tight. I thought that maybe was the, the Texas yeah. one would okay, be different, yeah. but not. Yeah, no. I, and I got I breakfast food. Different. I ended up with breakfast food. So that's the only time I've... I, I only went for brunch, I think, twice. And it was popping. Like I got a, a million people there. Because I felt like they couldn't fuck up a burger if I ordered it. And then I, did they fuck that? up the burger? Yeah, how was it? I it wasn't even... bad. I mean, it was a burger. It was fine. But the dude asked me how I wanted it. I say medium rare. He says medium's oh, yeah. the best he could do. Yeah. I so do then why that. are you asking Excuse me? Excuse me? Yeah. The best I can do? <laughs> this ain't fucking... Why'd uh, you ask? Leonardo Skagaguachis? This is fucking okay. Cracker Barrel. Can't wait to know what that means. He said, uh, nah, you don't know what that is for the listeners that like Easter eggs. If you go watch, uh, did you pronounce it though? Is all I'm saying, yeah, okay. it, it, uh, for the Easter egg hunters out there for the mm. show, Purple Rain, Morris Day's popping out a little bitch, and he's like, I got a personal chef, <laughs> Leonardo's Gagaguanchi. <laughs> But anyway, anybody, that, that was the gist of of, uh, mm-hmm. of our little week. Did Morgan. anybody see the wait, the Saturday Night Live with um with Childish Gambino, whatever his real name is, Donald, Donald Glover? Did you, did you, either of you guys see that? Uh, I saw yeah, parts yeah. of it. I didn't see the whole. That was episode, one of the funniest ones I've seen in a while. Yeah, yeah. He. I don't know if it was him or it was the, the skits, the skits that they chose or what, but he did. His thing across the board. Did you have one favorite that really stuck out? When he was the uh, when they were doing the Jurassic Park and he was the Lord, he was supposed to be like Johnny Cochran or somebody. When they were doing that one, that That was like the first, the first one of the first ones. I think it was the first one they went into. Mm. But he was hella like somebody. Basically, people got eight there, Mm -hmm. and uh, so they're asking him questions, and he keep being like, like at like the last one. I remember him being like, it says something about if. they're not responsible for damage to things, blah, 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 blah. And he, so he reads off the disclaimer and he's like, so it clearly said that things hidden, it's not our responsibility. Oh, okay. And then he made it. And then the guy was like, but something, whatever comment he made, he said, she notice the word that he says, she or he, everybody knows that velociraptors on whatever Island are only me and I rest my case so it was like this whole you know that shit but it was just hilarious by the way he was going through that and then when they did the the, the Migos joint and it was getting hella real when they I were, did see that one yeah, yeah it so, was good yeah I'm a fan bro so so he was live from New York speaking of being live from New York Ooh. hey 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 where's the bombs should I drop one of the clues bombs yep <laughs> now we want to welcome Morgan Jones back Safe and sound, yeah. uh, as DJ Quick would say, because last time Shout Morgan, Quick. last time Morgan was in uh, in New York, 
That's when that's when tragedy struck. Remember when Mano yeah. was out there? Yeah. Oh, well, that too. <laughs> but there was like that that crazy driver dude that like struck people in uh, Times Square, right? Yes, yes, that happened. So the last time I was in New York. So uh, no craziness this time, okay. other than a a storm. There was a storm one day, and then it just rained for the rest of the time I was there. Mm. Uh, which no big deal. Shout out Columbia. I did have my Columbia jacket. Mm. First time in my life I've ever had anything waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> so mama, I made it. So it, was, it was, uh, came in handy. Came in handy. So I, didn't, I didn't have an umbrella. How but was the flight there? Wouldn't know. I fell asleep before we took off and I woke up when we landed. So, so, so uh, for the a flight broke, there was fantastic. Broke boy like me who's never been to the East Coast on a plane. What, 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 how many hours are we talking? It's about a five and a half, six hour flight. Okay. Okay. Uh, with if it's a straight flight okay um, but you fell asleep so it was all gravy <coughs> yeah I slept the, t- the whole time I woke up and went back to sleep a couple of times but like slept so hard I missed the meal you know right did you uh, did you get some knee as soon as you touched down or what or just straight to the hotel I mean we go straight to the hotel um, shout out Tracy my my uh, traveling companion um, we went straight to the hotel and then we I had a show that night. Um, she didn't. So I went and I got something to eat and I got a slice of pizza that was $3 from Raised Pizza. Raised Pizza? How big was the slice? Uh, about as big as your face. Yeah, so that's folded, right? Yeah, yeah. Big old slice. Um, and then I went to a show and it was one of my most favorite shows that Wait, I it saw. Was, it was Raised. Was, do we give Raised a shout out? Was it worth Oh, I'll give Raised a shout out. I mean, the people that work there are absolutely god awful. Did it come with the drink? Nah. And and they only have one size of drink, which is gallon. I don't know. It's <laughs> fucking huge. So I did get a drink and was like, oh, that was like 250 Okay. No big deal. And I was like, oh, can I get a small? And they were like one size. Oh, fantastic. And then he hands it to me and I was like, fuck me. There's a, you can't have that much soda. Like no one should have Ken, that much I know soda. you haven't really worked in too many like uh like office jobs as far as like cubicles with a lot of people. Uh-huh. But I feel like every job that I worked at that was like cubicle type of spot, there was always one lady Uh-oh. that has that a hundred and six ounce yes seven eleven jug yeah. that yeah. she rests on her titty when she's going to and from to go fill it up with yes. gallons of soda yes I'm assuming but it's usually I, I do know this woman right, right. <laughs> I do indeed <laughs> and it's also diet soda so she feels really good about it <laughs> she's like I'm not getting all the calories you got from that tiny little baby cup right. of regular coke <laughs> okay fine <laughs> that's cool um I will say all in all, New York was great. It's always exhausting. It's always, it's, I mean, each day is 8 a.m. to 11.30 midnight. It's it's long. Um, so what was that first show? The first show I saw was uh, Once on This Island. Now, were you tired or were you kind of got rejuvenated once you touched down and all that? I was not rejuvenated once I touched down, but I was rejuvenated once I got into the theater. Okay. Um, the theater, I wasn't expecting uh, the the setup of it, and it was like in the round, so it was not a stage the way that we normally watch a show. Okay, you know that we're all just sitting in front of the stage. Everyone was sitting around it, and there was sand everywhere. There was no stage that you saw. Oh wow! Um, and water and a boat and goats. Like it was, I wasn't prepared. How big is this compared to the Portland spot? Tiny. Oh, okay. 
most of the most of the theaters right. in New Good. York are small, um, much smaller than Keller. Keller is a is a big auditorium in comparison oh, to. That, oh, that makes you feel good. That's yeah. tight. Yeah, that's tight. Most think, New York think, houses are tiny. I, I mean, like a, they're really a, old historic buildings that are gorgeous. Yeah, and they're really ornate, but they're small. I think there's a value in that though, that intimacy. Oh, and, absolutely! And, I absolutely you know, agree. Comedians love it. Like they love playing small rooms. Yeah, like yeah. Little ninety people rooms. Yeah, yeah I'd perfect. rather see any form of entertainment in a smaller venue than a bigger one. Like Childish Gambino is going to be in Seattle at Key Arena, and I hard pass. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to see you in a and I fucks with childish yeah. like but I don't want to see you in a in an arena. Are, are the Sonic? No, give it to me damn, at the Roseland. They don't have a they don't have a basketball team. Ouch! <laughs> it's only been like seven years. <laughs> Does he it was still just playing sting? Seattle Does listeners. He was just playing. Playing. You know, I wasn't playing, and you know what? If you want a problem, I'm gonna be at. Uh, oh, Adam! Wait, what, what's the water park? What's the Wild water park waves? in Federal, Federal Way? You going to Wild Waves? <laughs> you want to test the boy? We going to Wild Waves. <laughs> Is we all of us, or do I get left out of this one too? Oh. So anyway. So what was? What was I your... should leave you out of the gifts that I brought you, but no, I did. I did bring you a teeny tiny little souvenir. We can get to that. Later. Nope. So once on this island was super dope. And okay. real quick, I didn't watch Glee. I don't know if uh, either of you did, um, but there's a. Uh, an actor by the name of uh, Alex Newell who was on Glee and I'm sorry if I get this wrong but this is what I think I remember reading is that he played a trans person Mm. on Glee one of the surviving cast uh, I'm guessing because they've had some some tragedy I mean I don't know I've never never seen it Um, suicide so I watched this performance of Once on this Island and this is a revival show this is a show that's been around for a really long time I did not know about it um but talking to people at the conference, they're like, this is my all-time favorite musical oh, wow. ever. This is my most oh. favorite. This is the music that I listen to on a on a road trip, that kind of thing, wow. right? So this is my Sunday night. Like, I am get into New York, get to the hotel at like five, and I have to be at the theater at seven. Oh. Or the show starts at seven, so I have to be there before that. Anyway, um, so it was a, a quick yeah. turnaround. Yeah, yeah. So... I didn't know what to expect. I'd seen one clip. Shout out Roberta, who showed me the clip a, a couple of months ago. And that particular clip blew me away, but I didn't have any context of like the show. Like a trailer or like an actual clip of the show? Just a clip of uh, what they did, I think, probably for Tony's or something oh, like okay, that. okay, okay. Not for this coming Tony's, but what I mean by that is it wasn't a clip of them on the Tony's. It was probably for it. Right. For them, you know. Like a promo. Right. A promo. A promo vid. Um and I remember seeing it and being blown away. And that was the reason that I even requested this show. But I didn't have a true context to what the show was about. Um, the show is set in Haiti. It's a 98% black cast. There was one white dude and a uh, Latina woman. Did the show start on time? It did. Okay. Funny enough that you say that because the show started on time, but you didn't know the show started because... Everybody that's a part of the show mm-hmm. looks like a regular ass person. Mm. And the way that the, the theater is set up, they were just walking around, walking through your row, talking to each other like you just thought that they were maybe going to come watch the show. Um, anyway, so Alex Newell, uh, he plays um, 
I think, Asaka, which is like Mother Earth, basically, I think. Um, there's four gods, and I believe that's, if I, anyway. Um, come outside after I've had my whole face torn off by this show <laughs> and see this poster of him in this full outfit. Like, this whole time, I'm thinking he's a woman. And see this poster, and it's like, nominated for best tone, or for, for a Tony for best actor. And I was like, wait a minute. Hands on my hips and everything. Like, who's explain yourself <laughs> so I google him and I'm like oh shit like the the depth and the range of this man's voice is out of this world he should win every Tony he should be in every show he is everything um, I hope this show wins I hope this show wins a bunch of stuff I hope it goes on tour it's gorgeous it's 90 minutes no intermission Quick, fast. So, Ken, what Morgan is saying is that men are so great that we even do women shit better than women. That's not what I said. <laughs> not even close to what That's I said. That's what you're saying, man. Nope. Now, I want to ask oh, wow. you one thing that <laughs> that me and my girl wanted to know, Mark. Yeah. Because we were, our, our fancies were so tickled. We wanted to know how you felt about the Mean Girls show. Yo. Mean Girls was. Live out of this world live is that is that the context in which you you uh you took a flick with, with my boo uh rosie perez rosie perez where i got famous and i met rosie perez and george c wolf um mean girls was one of the fate one of my top shows that i saw mind you if i can have a little fangirl moment <laughs> fangirl fangirl uh, fangirl fangirl um so tina fey did a panel and a bunch of the, the three people from the cast of Mean Girls, the person who wrote the book, Tina Fey, and then the moderator of this panel, I can't remember his name, but he is the guy that Damien in Mean Girls is based off of, the gay friend. Right, the, right, yeah. Right, right. Uh, it was him, the real person that oh, went to okay. school with Tina Fey was the moderator. Okay. Um, so I already have my little fangirl moment. Like I'm sending pictures to to Am. Like Tina Fey is real close to me right now, and this is the second time that Tina Fey has been real close to me. Then I go that evening. They Mean Girls hosted our pre-show reception, and I'm at a party with Lauren Michaels and Tina Fey, and I can't understand where I am or how I'm here or how I get to go meet her I and, and come in full her. circle for the listeners that may not be aware Laura Michaels creator of SNL everything S oh yes NBC <laughs> so it was great it was really dope Are they so to the Portland? show the, sh the show hasn't started touring yet they do plan to tour okay um, they will like I mean I think they'll likely go everywhere um, there's a bunch of new stuff right and this is one of them where Tony's kind of decide a lot so what you win gives you an idea of what your viability on the road is. Okay. Mm. Um, so I also saw Dear Evan Hansen, which was really, really incredible and totally different than uh, what my friend, my friend had seen it about a year ago and gave me a completely different idea of what the show was. And I'm not sure what show he watched. It wasn't the same show. Like, <laughs> But Dear Evan Hansen was dope. And then Mean Girls closed out my whole trip. And it was my last show. And it 
is hard to not think about any other show but that one. Damn. It was that good. Nice. Now, did yeah. you make sure you hit any f- eateries before you got out of there, or was it just the basics? Nah, I mean, you just make sure you were fed and you were doing the right. Job. They feed you a lot. You get a lot of breakfast. Yeah, I mean, not breakfast. Um, you get lunch for sure. You get dinner basically. Um, there's pre-show parties and post-show parties. Oh, so there's you're eating the entire time. Okay, and like full food or just finger food. And the pre, it depends. Cheeses. The uh, pre is usually heavy kind of hors d'oeuvres, yeah. and then the post is usually food. Food. Got is it hors d'oeuvres or hors d'oeuvres? I feel like you're putting a B in the first one. Well, is that well, right? The, so the first one was a B. The second one was a V. It's V as in Victor. Okay, hors d'oeuvres. Yes. Okay. I feel like a lot of people say hors d'oeuvres. They do. With the B, and right? they do it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Divorce. <laughs> or that's my favorite. <laughs> and, and the ride, what are you serving for the, the horse ri- divorce? The ride back to PDX was, was uh, all right. Uh, the ride back was absolutely god awful. I had a migraine on the flight. Tracy also had a migraine on the flight. I think we were both worried we'd throw up on each other. Um, <laughs> but it's a, it's literally the first time in uh, that Two I can remember. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Hey, before um, before we even oh, dismount, I just okay. want to give a shout out talking, to Love Never Dies. My girl and I went to go see it. It was amazing. Jack? I had no expectations. Have you seen Phantom? No. Okay. But my girl loves it. Loves oh, she's it. seen it. Right. Okay. So I had no expectations. I didn't even know what this was, but you know, I'm always down. I'm always right. willing to catch always a, willing. a Broadway fade. I never turn them down. A Broadway fade. <laughs> And, and I loved it. And, and, and of course, I got That's to see. That's just jazz hands the whole time. <laughs> I got to see Roberta and Nathan. Shout out to them. And hey, it was just a wonderful newlyweds. time. It was, it was the, the stage, the, 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 the dude who played the Phantom's uh, voice was so strong and so amazing. Uh, it really made me feel some type of way. And it was, it was great. So I appreciated your update. I was able to give Tracy your update as you gave it to me. And, and she was, she was pleased. Good. Good. She was pleased. Um, Yeah. So New York was great. I'll just put it that way. I saw six shows. Um, I had the opportunity and you guys tell me if I'm an idiot for this, but I had the opportunity to see the Iceman cometh, which is a play starring Denzel Washington. Oh shit. On Broadway. Now, you know Denzel got to start on Broadway. I do. Okay. So, I'm like, this is a once in a lifetime for Morgan. Maybe not everyone, but this is a once in a lifetime for me, right? And then I found out that shit is four hours. Whoa. And I was like, I'm going to pass. How how many intermissions? (laughs) Two intermissions. But I don't care. (laughs) But wait, Denzel gave us a lot. Four hours, fam. Four hours? So, here's, so here's, here's what sealed the deal for me. Uh, so I got the ticket and and then I found out it was four hours. And the way that I found out it was four hours is two of the uh, I don't know, there's maybe seven black people total in this <laughs> conference of 800 people. Jeez. And I seek them out real quick. How you doing? It's nice to see you. Uh, so I made friends with two ladies uh-huh. that were there together and they saw it. And one of them didn't see it because she slept the entire time. She was like, it's in the, it's a, it's dark. It's in a pub. Denzel is maybe there for one hour out of the four. Oh. And I was like, you know, you've made my decision for me. Hey. My Friday night is free. Shout out to supporting cast. I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, ticket back to the lead. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm sorry, Denzel. High five from over here. 
And then I got to see Mean Girls. And, and for the <laughs> so I'm pleased again for the listeners that love Easter eggs, and I may be wrong a little bit, but can't wait. Denzel again started his career on Broadway. I think he did. The the Death Row co-founder Hario, no. who is uh, I want to say he's a bounty hunter. Uh, is, is that blood or pyru can bounty hunter? B- bounty hunter blood. Put up the money. <laughs> he put up the money for Denzel to be on Broadway for. Is that right? Right. Y'all look that up. Some okay. I need at least three listeners to confirm that that's true before I can even begin to believe Max. Right. You know, now. as our boy Mike Capes would say, your boy's Nardwar two point Okay. I do my homework. You are actually so that's fair. So I believe about it. Okay. I do wish I had a slice a little. Hey, right now, you know what? Put your, your good name and reputation on the line. Shit. New York pizza, overrated, underrated, or just, meh. Whatevs. I've eaten a lot of pizza in my life. Um, Shout out April O'Neil. I don't know what that means. Oh, you don't know who April O'Neil is? No. Yeah, ISIS? I'm sorry, Are what? you an ISIS recruiter? I'm definitely not. You ever heard of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh, Shit. She was the reporter. You're right. All right, I'm back on board. Uh, New York pizza is good. You ever had pizza from Chicago? Like you know, the deep dish? I've had deep dish pizza. So you cannot compare the two. So okay, so the New York pizza is just it's fine. You've had New York pizza in Portland form. Okay. Um, so you don't need to go Portland- all the way. You don't need to go all the way out there just to have a slice. Well, Portland at this point is recreating New York pizza is what I mean. Like the all of the all of the pizza houses around here that aren't like Pizza Hut or a chain, right, are doing New, New York pizza. That's what they're making. So it's okay. Okay. New York pizza, I, I like it. Philly pizza, I like it. Philly, oh, pizza, does Philly, Philly pizza, have their own flavor. Like, Philly you know. pizza is New York pizza to me. Okay, I was gonna say, okay. what's the, what's the? Sorry, it's not like that. Like I didn't cheesesteaks or chopped cheese. <laughs> and they're trying to get all that is. Yeah, no, okay, not that debate. Um, yeah, New York pizza is fine. Okay, I'm sure someone from New York will chop my head off for this, but it's good. Off with her head. It's what most Portland places want to be. Okay, I'll, I'll take your that. word on it. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard. Talk to me. There's some revelations over the last few weeks. Uh-oh. One of them being Bobby Brown. And you know what? I'm actually sorry. Bobby! I'm actually sorry, Bobby. Because I don't, I don't know the name off the top, but he has a book, an autobiography. Is it called My Name is Bobby Brown and I used to be married to Whitney Houston? Bobby! It's probably called My Prerogative. Oh. Probably. Man, if only. Listen. No, wait, 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 wait. So before I even get to the meat and potatoes, I want to give Bobby Brown a shout out because not only is this available in audiobook, Cam Jones, <gasps> it's called every narrated by step. him, narrated by Bobby <laughs> Mo- Robert Motherfucking yeah, Brown. Can you hear his jaw? And listen, it's called every little step, and listen, that's adorable. Listen, from I'm so mad at you, Cam. the L <laughs> professionals that I've heard said that doing an audiobook is a beast. Oh, huge. And I'm talking about the Leave Shrivers of the world. Yes. The Morgan Freemans of the world. The people that actually do this type of shit say it's on a regular basis. Any voiceover work. So for Bobby Brown to undertake his own, which I'm not mad at, but I listened to a snippet. And he did it in one take. (laughs) (laughs) 
One take B squared. They wrote, they wrote the book the after he did the narration. <laughs> <laughs> the book was based off the audio book. You know what, Cam? Don't be cruel. Don't be cruel. Okay. <laughs> I'm just unusual. And uh, but yeah, he narrated his own book. I'm here for it. <sighs> He got a cute little uh, teeny tiny. Okay, if you and guys could see, if you could see Can's mouth right now. Up in the bun, dealing with Sam. Bill, Bill. <laughs> he says that Whitney had an affair with Paris Lassane Crooks, aka Tupac Shakur. Mm. And this is this is uh, Tupacalypse. Tupac. Excuse? Strictly for my ninjas. Ooh. <laughs> he almost slid. Now he said, <laughs> I know I was going to focus. He said he had a. Don't mess this she up. Slept with Pac. And when he died, she was mourning him not as a friend, but as a lover. <laughs> Cam Jones. Okay, he says if, this in the book? He says it in the book. Now, Cam Jones, what if your wifey. Do you even hold that against her? If she if she uh, stepped out one night with Pizak. Can already told us if you famous, the the lady got to go. Well, Pac though can back know, in those days. That's the tippity top of the if Pac, Mount Everest. If Pac, Pac jumped back in the scene now, came Nose back from the Bahamas. Pop? Bahamas, go and give him a little something. <laughs> <laughs> You got that. You got that. If you really want to fuck with me, I'm hey. Little known fact: the song called "It's on All Eyes on Me." If you really want to fuck with me, and it's a sample of Morris Day's seven 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 ninety three eleven. Cam doesn't like the song. I love the song. Cam, why don't you like the song? What song? If I played it, I don't have it, kiddos. So Damn it. it. Should, I mean, should I get it? So while we're talking, Obviously. for whatever reason, Ken doesn't like the song. I'm interested to know why. So, so more, if we, more, if while we can I'm pulling have it up, a- while I'm pulling it up, you give me your thoughts on should Bobby be mad that his wife crept on him? I with, mean, is Bobby pop- saying he's mad because it's too late for you to be he, mad he, today? He didn't seem mad. I mean, I think that no matter, like, however long ago that was, that's something that you guys had to have gotten over together or something. Um, I don't know how it works when you're famous and your spouse cheats with another famous person. I don't know if that's like, oh, that's the bucket list. I know why Cam doesn't like this. The beat is. I love to make miracles with tempo. It's just a bit awkward for the next one. That's the end. Shoot when you rush me, walk up and touch me. Do you want to fuck me? So, with that puts me in the mind because I remember when that came out I played that joint non-stop and when that song came out I remember my mom like commenting about the song and that being like too much so uh, I never really played it but I also didn't like that tempo of that song at that point in my life yeah. like, it wasn't but, but what your mom was probably getting at because at the end she like, was like that sound like Morris Day there's two minutes <laughs> at the end where he's talking on the phone with the chick right. talking about fucking her overlooking LA and all that shit all of that so Whitney gets a pass for fucking Pac. I, f- I would give her a pass. I mean, who's getting? Uh, I don't know. I don't. 
I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's, if it's you fuck Pac more back in the 90s when you were 18 in 1991, fuck all Would you tell DJ Ambush, like, chill, it was Pac? Yeah. Okay. You think he would have forgave you, left you off the hook? I don't think back then, no. As an adult, maybe. Ken, have you had time to think if you let let your no back the then definitely if you're just like oh by the way ninety five ish fuck that nose ring real quick fuck like, that nose ring dirt <laughs> you fuck his face like that dirt that's that rock that's, yeah. that's, that's that that's a slip and slide telling him thrust in there uh, you don't quit sliding up <laughs> between my eyes you don't quit uh, conjunctivitis bringing it, bring, bringing it back down as soon as it hits the tip of my nose right. that's on purpose I mean <laughs> I trying to get a butthole in you hell like cinching up a yeah. oh whoopsie oh you scared <laughs> that, that's when they trying to shame you into doing it oh, I know you're not scared Oh, you one of them. I know motherfuckers from your hood, and they. Oh, scared. you one of them. You they scared? The, I know motherfuckers from your set ain't scared. Damn, that's how the women talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I came all the sex. He said the people from your set ain't scared. If my girl cheated wow. on me with Pac, you no, quit. It's no issue. It's no issue. It's no issue. I think. Do you think that w- this conversation is the same as if it was then, as opposed to the idol Tupac that we see him as? No, that's what I'm saying. You don't think he was if, that if it was during, idol? I mean, he wasn't the. the I'm gonna pass out because it's Tupac, at, like he was after he died. Yeah, for a lot of people, but like he was. A yeah, he was big deal. Plus, he's dead. So I, I want to say he did, probably didn't know until he passed away. Can you? Pac ain't dead. <laughs> do you think? Viva that, la Cuba. I wonder. Do you think that that dudes would be more mad like if your girl? Goosed like, er, like uh, Cipher Jay Z versus. Are you on the you black mean the album? One, you mean the one that lost Jazz shirts versus ja- Jay Z? Jazz up, yeah. Hawaiian Hawaiian silky shirt. Uh, uh, sunshine. Uh, Hova. I mean, he did have the the two tier the two tier box. Yeah, at that point, it's levels to this. Shit. I don't want it's my two fucking with Hova at any point. <laughs> but not nah, just in that sense. Do you think is is the come up version? Or already the celebrity does it does it weigh any way more or less as far as I feel like Pac's a little different just because I feel like he was on some rock star shit. Hove was just like a money move. I feel like if your chick is fucking with Hove, that's a hell of a money move. But if you're right. fucking with Pac, that's like some Guns and Roses type of shit. Unfortunately, if you're fucking with Pac, you ain't getting no money because he's on some extra West Coast <laughs> all on a bitch. Yeah, if like was, <laughs> if all you saw you all got night thug was, passion, was the thug life tattoo. <laughs> Was right. eye level with you? <laughs> I saw his navel. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like you're not gonna get a whole lot. But if it. you was fucking with Big Psych, then no, Big Psych, no, Psych Daddy. <laughs> now speaking, I don't know that helps somebody out. Speaking of, he threw somebody a couple racks. Whitney, Whitney. Morgan, is there any other segue with Whitney? Uh, you know, in these yeah events that, <laughs> that we can speak about. Well, did you guys see the uh, album cover for Pusha T Daytona? Man, I saw it. Did you have any feels? I did. Max, could you show light on the feels? I want so for well. The first list- of all, explain what the right for the, the listeners that don't is. know. Pusha T is a rap artist. 
his album oh, that's, that's anticipated because it's it's three and a half years in the making is releasing or she it just released today as as we're speaking it's it's friday uh may 25th 2018 and the cover art for his album called entitled daytona is a shot of the bathroom of where of the room or suite that Whitney Houston overdosed in. No, 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 no. Is it not? That is okay. a rumor. Oh, it's a rumor. Okay. Mm. It's a well, picture. Right. It's a picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom in her Atlanta house. Okay. Thank you for not the same one in which she overdosed in. Okay. Those Good thing it doesn't change my perspective. I'm sure way, it doesn't. But thank you for clarifying. But that. it is. It it is not a uh, as morbid as. Okay. Now, but it is a bathroom of Whitney Houston's in her home with Max. Plenty of paraphernalia. Now, this, mm, the, ru- the rumors out there are that Kanye West, who is the head of the label in which Pusha T is an artist at. And president of. Paid, I've seen $84,000, $85,000 for this picture. To license the picture. Now... My problem with it is not, oh, why are you doing that? It's Whitney Houston. You should be respectful, which I'm sure a lot of people have uh, that perspective. Like, oh, you shouldn't do that. My thing is just like, it's an obvious shock value. It, it doesn't say anything to the album. You're just, do, you're just doing it for the shock value to be like, oh, that's Whitney Houston's bathroom. Like the way I just thought it was the hotel in which she... Uh, Overdosing is is the perception that a lot of people have. I think so I feel like it's just a, a shock value grab, and I mean, I it's just I, I don't feel like it was. Uh, I just feel it was more of a desperate thing to be like. You thought oh. it was distasteful. I don't think it was distasteful. I oh, just feel okay. like it was just um, a way to get any kind of attention going to this man's album, even though it's non related in any way. It's just to say, hey. Like if Can had a mixtape coming out and he had the official Tupac autopsy photos that have never been seen and being like, this is my mixtape cover. It's just an attention grabber for the sake of drawing more attention to his to his work, even though it's unconnected in any way. Can so Jones. Would, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Ken no, Jones, no. How did Ken. you feel about it? So. <clears throat> I didn't feel shit. No. Um, again, in the in drawing attention I just feel like it was another one of those those keys in drawing attention to something it would have been different if it was something like a picture of her in the tub or something you know like something crazy like that but as far as the photo like what it represents and I guess not even the title of the album because it's Daytona so it correlates in no way but King Push being the big time yeah dope boy dope man dope god in which he uh (laughs) puts it out there to be right. it correlated to me I thought interesting and left it at that I think the picture speaks more to Push's uh, content yeah that's yeah. than any other album cover he's had right that is not to say that I don't think and understand no, let me start over <laughs> that is not to say that I don't understand why people are offended I get it mm-hmm I am not offended by it. Yeah. If I were Bobby Christina, maybe. Yeah. And RIP. Yeah, and I also have a issue with 
We can all be mad that somebody paid 85 grand for it, but the family took it. So, I mean, I just think it's not something to like actually spend energy over. And it does to me make more sense than any other album cover he's had. Yes, I see the the potential for offense. Yeah. But that's where I live. Would who to put Dale Earnhardt? Shout crash out that car. Newport's pack. You think that would have been better? Do you no, think it would have caused a Well the thing is, Cam, for me personally, I just feel like let your music speak for itself and or have something related to your music. Don't just like that's what I'm it saying. is related so, to his music yeah, though. That's, yeah. He has spent uh, like people's gripe with Push is that he's never stopped talking about selling Coke. Like he still sells right, Coke right, today. Right, right, so right. if we're paying attention to that, and that is true. I, and I fucks with Push But he's never not talked about pushing coke Like he's Pablo So yeah that's the other side Of that is the effect Of that is what you're doing So I think it is connected I think it does make sense to his content Um, I think that Kanye is in a bad place And everyone thinks he's in a bad place So any decision he makes Is going to be a bad thing Uh I think this one made sense. So, <laughs> and what you brought up, Kanye, his he released his cover art. Oh, I missed it. it. I haven't seen that. Well, it's a picture of the doctor. We spoke about it before. The doctor who performed his mother's surgeries, which led to her death, uh, allegedly. Right. And it, I think the... the Is it allegedly? It, I mean, I think that's like positive, right? Well, she came home and was in recovery mode, and that's when she died. It it's was complications a, it, up. Right. So... I mean, but that's... um, uh, anyway. I think that the joint's called "Love Everybody" or something like that. More, do you have any? I think it's called "Love Everybody" or something like that, exactly. along those lines. And then it's Listen, the picture of the person who he, I'm sure, finds responsible for. Oh his yeah, stuff. okay, yeah, the doctor. Right. So I haven't seen this. Um. Okay. Love everyone. Right. Love everyone. That's the name of Ye's album that's yeah. coming. Yeah. And, in June And then it's a picture of the doctor Who he finds responsible for So then it makes a whole lot of sense I mean he's in a certain head place Right And He's doing certain things I mean uh, So Push basically said Like we had Artwork We did photo shoots We picked pictures And like the day before Whatever A couple yeah, days before hit him, Like in the middle of the night Yeah hit him at like one in the morning On some like Yo I just found this other picture I think this is the one and it seemed like Push wasn't that impressed and was just kind of like, I mean, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, you know, and this is the head of your label, even though Push is the president of the label, it's different when it's the owner of the label Okay, saying, I think this is the vision. And he said to Push is going to, it's 85000 to uh to license it. That's and Push crazy. was like, yeah, I'm not about that life. I'm not going to do it. 85 and we could have did this for 50 bucks. And Kanye right. said, I'll do it then. Because this is that important to me. Wait, yay, you was out here asking for donations. What? Oh, so I mean, if you listen to, to him, somebody, yeah, right? th- this man is so, telling people. So Pusha T is signed to somebody that signed to somebody. <laughs> that oh, oh, no. Where's the bombs? Where's the bombs? Are you the the hypocrisy is real. New York. You're kicking the buildings now? Now, as a little segue, because 
I know a, a lot of listeners may not know who Pusha T is. Again, how Pusha T, a rap artist. He's originated also, from the clips. He's also in uh, again. Can you say it again, Mark? Originated with the clips. One half of the clips. Now, shout out Malice. He again has a solo project that just dropped today as we record, and there's a lot of hype because he's he's dissing a rapper, a legend. Some may say the Messiah. I, you know, some people may say. Y'all may y'all may may have not heard of him because he's still on the come up, right? Uh, you know, Drizzy Drake. He's dissing Drizzy Drake, and uh, he's done it before to no avail. And he'll do it again. And he's done it again. Now, uh, you find ne'er do wells. You've heard the diss that he's done to Drake. What did you think about that? This record he's made to Juicy Drake. Who are you talking about? Anybody who wants to take a bite up and nibble at the bay. So, Infrared is the name of the song. And listening to it, it's a it's a decent song. Yeah. In the headphone. Listen to it in the headphone. Turn me up in the headphone. Listen to it with no bass (laughs) and the treble all the way up. You got to listen it to your classical music setting. <laughs> right. On, yeah. on your EQ <laughs> setting. You, you need all of the instrumentation. On your Beethoven uh, setting. Now, so, my gripe with the diss is he's talking about Drake not writing his own raps. And he's specifically referencing Quentin Miller, who has has helped them collab on has helped has, Drake yes, collab has, on some tracks. Yes. Now what he's talking about is the album, if you're reading this, it's too late. Was dropped in two thousand and fifteen. So my thing is why are you still bringing up old stuff? And not only that, again, let me remind the listeners, the gentleman Pusha T has not dropped the album in three and a half years. It's been longer than that. And he was now. giving or longer. He was repping them lines extra hard during his release. And has not dropped party. a diss subliminal to Drake in over two years. And now you're coming back and the main meat and potatoes is this three-year-old. How do you know he was specifically was talking about Champagne Poppy? Well, he referenced Quentin Miller. Right. There, Quentin Miller, that, QM. He okay. he said you can't write these wrongs because you don't even write your own songs. Now let me tell you this: that could have been Nicki Minaj. He was the, shooting it at the disc. He wasn't Cardi B. If you do relevant right now, can't. So I'm going to move forward. It wasn't Matt's, even on a beat. It was on a. I I don't know what to say. It wasn't on a beat. It was on uh, you know. Did you listen to it? Yes. Though? Yes. Did you so didn't you like the infrared beat. Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't a beat. It was just like it was some angel wings sa- flapping. Don't right. 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 It was a monk chant. <laughs> and uh, one away, one away, he was away, getting away. some gripes off his chest. Now, let's just say Pusha T took two. Let's just be conservative here. Say he took two years to write this song. <laughs> wow. Drake turned around in less than 12 hours and gave him a whole clip. It got spicy. Was it, has, was it in the words of Miguel a banana clip full of love? He for had like oh, it was monkey business. It for was sure. monkey business for now, sure. 
quiet is kept. Now, listen, listen, listen. Drake is the heavyweight champ of 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 the rap game, right? Whether whatever you like, whether you like popular, Drake or not, right? He's yeah. the heavyweight champion. He has the strap. Now, when whether you're, you're into sports or anything like that, specifically boxing or MMA, when the champion has the strap, everybody is getting for this person and calling them out because they want the champion to look down at them and give them the Willy Wonka golden ticket. And what I mean by that is Talk if Drake looks down at you and decides to even entertain the shenanigans in which you're speaking of. Spend the time. It's a good look for you. Now, oh, Joe, Bu- Joe Budden, who, who I love Joey. dearly, he was on his knees begging for the golden ticket. He did. He wanted the golden ticket so bad from Drake. He was baiting And we him, love you, Joe, but you, you bet. And he wanted Drake to say his name with, with, all, the, with all the morsels in And then didn't Joe act like he didn't care? Right. Okay. Now, Meek Mill, he thought he wanted the golden ticket. No. He ended up no, getting no. a golden shower. <laughs> and if you ask, I think that Meek didn't think there was a golden ticket to be had. I think Meek ask, was like, you can't fuck with me. Now, listen, if you ask Meek if if it was worth the trouble. Hold on, like, wait a minute. If you ask Meek if it was worth the trouble of fucking around with Jizzy Drake, I guarantee you he would say no. It was not worth the trouble. Now, push your teeth. Is saying, hey, look at me, Drake. <laughs> Say my name so I can get some shine. I want the golden ticket. I want to go to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory and see all it's there so is to be had. so much fun inside of there. Now, he cashed in his ticket and seen it. It wasn't really what it what he thought it was going to be. I got two rules right now okay. for for if we're doing rap, rap beefs in 2018. One. Don't open the door to the things that you're guilty of. Mm. And two, quit fucking going for Aubrey Graham. This man continuously proves you can't actually fuck with him because he already fucked with himself. Not again. Oh, (laughs) I'm just saying. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) Listen, when your diss track charts and goes on the radio, which it's not meant for and isn't supposed to get to. Everybody needs to pay attention to that. They just mad cause I got the Midas touch. Now listen, I know <laughs> Whoa. Drake is very unassuming and he looks like a meal and he looks like somebody to <laughs> easily can come feast up off of fast. It's not that. So Pusha T comes out with a diss. Yeah. To Audrey Aubrey Graham. Indeed. Now Drake comes back with something ten times harder. Do you think that Pusha T was anticipating this um, retaliation cam? Not for one, not that quick. <laughs> not that I feel like that, that definitely <laughs> threw him off. And but again, that's a strike against Push. Right, right. You give him body by singing, nigga. Whoa. <laughs> you. Okay. <laughs> Got what I need. Damn. And I sent the invoice. You little bitch. Okay. <laughs> now, for, for me, I Maxwell is known. I remember first being privy to the knowledge that Drake was a person. My little cousin Antoinette. Shout out Antoinette. 
Drizzy in his big button up boot cut jeans, heartthrob Drizzy, too much inches in the fitted. And Trey Songs had a video, and I remember her sweat. Yeah, replacement girl, replacement girl, and I thought it was corny. This is no beard Drake for everybody that's wondering. Yeah. This part, is no part flat, in the hair Drake. This is, Drake. This is no. He was really pushing that that, that Jewish side of him. No, no, yeah. no mustache. Sure. It was just like a, a little uh, four o'clock shadow. Maybe he, was he, wasn't even, he wasn't even there. He, was he wasn't even four o'clock yet. He was at the. Okay, oh. I, just, I left the barber three hours ago. Twelve twenty six. Okay, because this yeah. is this is heartbreak. Yeah, Drake. yeah. Heartbreak Drake definitely rocked the peacoat with the four o'clock shadow. <laughs> and then what was the what was the name of his first joint? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first big joint uh, with the basketball girl, best I ever had. So I remember that. And I remember one of my homegirls hitting me and being like, this fool said his buzz is so big, he could probably sell a blank disc. I remember that text coming through. Wow. And her being like, that sounds like something stupid you would say in conversation. This is also true. And so, so shout out your homegirl who said <laughs> that because she's accurate AF. And so that had me cracking up. And that's when I actually listened, right? I listened to that song and was like, okay. Then I started finding other songs and was like, Oh, this is consistent. Oh, and he sings. Oh, oh, so it's a he does both. Oh, oh. and then caught that that first that light skinned Canadians that doing something special. First mixtape drop, and I was like, oh. And moving forward, of course, this is where you know Drake became hated the most by males for his uh, for saying out loud that women can break your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, for 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 giving the secrets, for basically telling all the things <laughs> that we sit and think but would never admit to, and he's giving it up, and that made a lot of people dislike and have a a distaste for the flavor he was putting in the in the headphones and the speakers. Right. So, through all this, though, I've always been a fan as far as the wordplay and what he's actually putting together and the consistency. And then when he started coming out with these like little responses to people's it was like okay okay and then we come up to the common situation whoopsies and i think that's another one that we can just say guys right maybe don't start the fight when you right. can't finish yet and so at first though i was like okay to check like your butt that, that was that was good that was good that was good you know but anybody can do something once great sure and then it became a consistent thing with the people coming at him and at this point, like when he did the uh, coming into the joint with Meek Mill, not only that, but choosing the covers for these singles, right? Having like to, a whole strategic, it's all calculated. If I, if I can, if, if I can be called on real Go quick, ahead, my hand is raised. That, handle that. There's something that that our our great rapper friends are not paying attention to, and that's the actual reach and influence. Man. That Drake has on his own career. So he has already been the Canadian rapper, which is too nice, right? right. And he's also been the mixed, light skinned, you, you're Lionel Richie, you're soft, you ain't shit, you're a pillow. He's been dealing with that forever. That's that's his life. Just remember that that's Drake's life in a nutshell that you're Lionel Richie and you ain't shit, right? Right. Uh, no, and that's no disrespect to Lionel Richie. High five to Lionel Richie. Hello. Hello. So Drake's been dealing with that. What Drake understands more than any other rapper in the game that's coming at him is the rest of the culture. So 
you can't make fun of Drake because Drake makes fun of himself. And Drake does things to be memed, to make a gif. Yes, I understand it's gif, but I say gif. It's a to be gift. Like he he's legitimately out here making fun of himself. So there's nothing you can do. Right. You're not about to. This man, this man said to me, you're about to get bodied by a singing person. That's enough. Because you guys had a getting body by singing nigga. Oh, yeah. So we should have all learned from that exact moment on back to back that we're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. If you'll remember when Meek and and Wale started having like a little brotherly beef, Wale was like, "You about to get body body by a poet, nigga." Yeah. Slam. Fam. Yeah. (laughs) Which a was true. And B, stop. Everybody stop. Said B, C, A. <laughs> C, A. <laughs> Y'all got to stop. Like you you have to remember that in, in real life, he's making fun of himself so hard. He's posting memes of himself, of you, of some random person on the internet. Yeah. Making fun of him. Yeah. He's posting it on his Instagram with how God knows how many millions of followers right. he has. He's posting it and laughing at it. So there's nothing you can say. That's going to make him be like, oh, I'm in my feelings and on an earth level, it's like that dude that had hella snaps, right? And he would say something about himself first, like, my shoes might be dusty, but this, but what are and those? Going, and so how can you even come back after he's already, he's you, already I've, knocked I've his already thing put down it. what you can say about me? You can't and do now shit about me. You, and you, you're left for all your defenses is like, yeah, I'm scrambling. Your hairline is yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, like, I feel like those, those are my tool rules. If it wasn't for 40, you wouldn't be here. Now, my problem with Pusha T... No, let me me make something clear. Pusha T is very crafty. He's no slouch with the The, bars. The wit is impeccable. He's very, very creative with his bars. But he's also a one-trick pony. So, like as Morgan mentioned before, He's talking a lot of drug bars, and that's mostly his 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 mainstay. He can't really get out of that. And if you're going to come at Drake, why are you bringing up things that people have already brought up for three years? Yeah. You should have brought up something new. And y'all in the industry, like y'all got information that we don't got. Exactly. Now, quiet as cap, Can Jones. The people. <laughs> hey, y'all out there, shut the fuck up. Now, the people that. Drake has put toe tags on has low key been the rappers rappers. So as you mentioned, Ooh, common the people's champ, the backpack of backpackers. Yeah, that was the Jam Sport rapper, and they never quite come back. And then Meek Mill, who's supposed to be the goon, the Philly, the North Philly goon, right? Yeah. And then Pusha T. Nobody's supposed to fuck with Pusha T when it comes to these bars. But Drake finds a way to just weave in and out. And when he attacks, yeah, it's a casualty. And with with all this being said, like Pusha's still my top. He's still in my top 20. Well, well let, me give you the, top. let me give you this, Cannon, and tell me if you, if you agree, disagree. With Pusha T, I feel like, again, as I mentioned, for me personally, he's a one-trick pony. He's very good at what I like him to be. Right. He can't really get outside of that. He's not very versatile. And I'm not saying he's 
what I'm saying is in the same vein as what Lloyd Banks is, you know, a punchline, very heavy. Yeah, the old Lloyd Banks. The old Lloyd Banks, but he has that same, you know, what to expect, and it kind of gets tired after a while. Pusha T has some of that uh, element to him where you kind of know what to expect. And again, he took three and a half years to come out with something. And Ken Jones, I don't know if you listened to his joint, uh, his project Daytona. It's only seven tracks. Yeah, I was, I was catching. I haven't listened all the way through through it. Five of them are doo doo. Not his bars. I'm not saying his bars are doo doo, but the the songs you're putting out a body of work. The songs are not very good. Two of them are pretty decent. <laughs> But for three and a half years, for you to only put out two and a, two decent songs out of a seven uh, uh, track project is very lackluster. Uh, so, in your no, opinion, what what is it about those songs that you're saying? Do is it the production, like the, the it, beat selection? It's the beat we, selection. It's but I feel like he's always been a little left as far. Like he's been on that edge of right. The beats are no. I got you. Yeah. I got you because even some of the clip stuff is like Numbers I may on not the listen. Board. I may not right. listen to this all the time, but I appreciate what you're saying on the track. Right, right, it's, right, right. it's new, but. This is not something you're slopping in the car, can I, whatsoever. There's a, it's very sample heavy. It's very, you know, acquired taste. And it's just not really giving us anything new. And, and again, three and a half years, you, you're struggling to give us seven songs. One of them is a Drake diss, and that's supposed to be your claim to fame. Is I rather let But also, the, why are we dissing Drake today? Why? You're dissing Drake because... Wayne hasn't done enough for you to still be talking about Wayne. Right. Because he does talk about Wayne in that song as well. Oh, wait, wait, wait. A missing piece of this is I don't think people got... There, there's a there's a bystander that definitely is in critical condition with this, and, and people don't get this. So Drake did this song, uh, you know, a diss response. He, he dropped it very quick. He's very talented. But the bystander in this... Yeezy talking. Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye sitting there. Kanye got pulled. Drake basically reached into Pusha's mouth, pulled Kanye's entire body through Pusha's face, and sat him down in a seat. Toasty. While he's wearing his MAGA hat. So where Pusha T was was uh, saying how Drake has ghostwriters and whatnot, Drake came back and said. I wrote for your he said, boss, cool. Cam Jones. Guess what I did? Your boss said you have to, you know, get clearance through and everything. I wrote for him. God damn it! You know what? But I have news for everybody. The, Mark, what was the what oh. was the line? The fa- so Kanye had the father. Father stretched his hands and had to get it from me. Uh-oh. So your father had to get it from me, Cam. So first of all, for everybody that doesn't listen, reaches over your kid. (laughs) So when so for everybody that didn't listen to uh, to Kanye's last album, there's a song called Father Stretch, Father Stretch My Hands. That's a direct thing to that. Right. And then then Drake says, I, I pop styled 30 hours. Which check the album credits, friends, on thirty hours on Life of Pablo. Drake definitely has writing credits. So that's a Kanye song on a Kanye album with hella writers. Like everybody needs to understand real quick. If you anybody that was ever mad seeing that there were seven people that wrote 
a Beyonce song, there are seven people writing your favorite rapper's song. Mm. That's happening. Check the credits if you don't believe it. They're there because those people don't miss their publishing checks. So, um, yeah, Aubrey Graham, hella, uh, hella there for 30 hours. And if you listen to 30 hours, which is one of my favorite songs on that album featuring Andre 3000, one of my favorite rappers, it sounds like a Drake song. Uh oh. There's hella other people writing on it. Don't get me wrong. But if you listen to 30 Hours, again, I say one of my faves. And you listen to the content, you're not going to tell me that's not Aubrey Graham all over that. U-H-T-O-H. So my, I, I, I'm going to go back to my rules. One, in, in rap beefs, one, don't open the door for you to get fucked with. Push has no business talking about anybody ghostwriting. If you don't believe that Pusha has a ghostwriter, fine. But does it make sense? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You don't believe it or you don't? Push, come get me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to be signing some Shout out to Ablive. So, uh, if you don't believe it, cool. However, <laughs> um, if that were never true, if Push never had a ghostwriter, you are a ghostwriter. So you've you as Pusha T, as Terrence Thompson have First, uh, written the fans be listen you better quit playing. I mean, that's how he gets his money though. So as you're Ooh, writing for uh, you're writing for other people. Can't stand no hotels now. <laughs> <laughs> he giving fake names anyway, like Donald Trump. Um so you, you're you're, you're writing collusion. for you're you're on the collusion you're in on it <laughs> you've been writing for other people for multiple years push you don't put out enough music people don't buy enough of your music for you to be rich which is why he drinks does he even, sell 87 kilos so a what week. I'm not gonna do which is why Drake, is have an argument with somebody that get, understands that he ain't sold drugs for 47 years we're not gonna do this which is why I'm gonna sit here and talk about my friend like you this. ain't gonna listen which is why Drake I love Pushati. If this is what you're saying, then how do you feel about the dude that's making you beat? Max, thank you for bringing it. That's all I'm trying to get to. My whole point is take away any possibility. If we're talking shit about people that ghostwrite, uh-huh. how do you feel about the person that you that is the head of what you do mm-hmm. clearly gets ghostwritten for? And let me tell you why, Cam, mm. because Pusha has ghostwritten for him. When you selling that many keys, it don't matter. I'm not <laughs> doing this with you. When you selling bricks all across the nation, you ghost riding bricks. You know, you like I've watched a lot of episodes of Love and Hip Hop, and I've never wanted to throw a drink in anyone's face mm. until this very fucking moment. Make sure your mouth's open, can't so you can <laughs> get it all, get it all. <laughs> because he's he's a bullshit. <laughs> I feel like Pusha T bit off more, more than, than he, he could he chew. chew and and Drake was was very What I want to know is so Kanye Tyrannosaurus Rex send me send So anyway, so Kanye send me a pack. Kanye uh produced every single song on this album. So that means Kanye heard this record, Ooh. right? So at what point was Kanye like, "Oh, I think Drake's going to be totally fine with this." <laughs> <laughs> what if we end up finding out that wasn't Whitney's picture and that was actually an after of when Drake left a hotel room and that was a photo. What I tried to explain to Am was this looks like the afties. 
that's <laughs> what this picture looks like. That's what I'm saying. Right. So I'm not mad at the picture because that's what the been, This might have been like. that room that he was staying in when he was doing the playing the diss when played, track for when he me played back to back top. twenty times. Exactly. I ain't mad. It, it might be it that. Like Shout that. out again to the pack of Newports. Yeah, I'm just it like the room for the that, culture. Pusha T was in after he heard this new shit. <laughs> Did you say see? And more tune for your head top. So hey. I'm to my name, you know. More tune for your head top. Now, with, so, the, with the Drake this uh, response. Belly. Can respons- I say one more thing wait, real wait, quick? Wait, wait, wait. Oh. To the response to to Pusha T. There's yes. been some very, very high level critics that had questions for Pusha T. What were the questions, Matt? This was one of them. This was the main one. I'm I gonna play wait. the live audio for you. I absolutely love it. The question everybody wants to know is. And, and you know, I don't know if we have an answer for that yet, but they're not. They don't. But but Drake did respond in case you know there was any you know uh, question as to to what his thought process. What he says. These niggas are still fucking talking. These niggas still breathing. <laughs> fucking roaches. Now he had to spray the rain on Pusha T. Now he is where he is. Can I, I will say oh. I will say Pusha T is very heavy on Twitter. The Drake, all the Drake uh, related things, more, more than three times the love that Pusha T's getting promoting his own album. If you Google right now, a dead body, y'all want to see a dead body? <laughs> y'all want to see a dead body? Mm. <laughs> if you Google Pusha T right now, Duppy comes up. So imagine being Pusha T and you Google your own name and pictures of Drake show up because that's what's happening. Ken Jones, if you're Pusha T, what do you do now? What, what, what do you think if you're his his uh, publicist or something? What are your recommendations as to how he uh, moves forward with this uh, stepping into? Do you have a drop that says you, shut your bitch ass when up? You throw a rock into a crowd, a pack of dogs. Somebody going to holler. I believe the white version of that is a hit dog hollers. Exactly. <laughs> so that's all. I would just leave it at that. I didn't say a name. I just have one more thing to say about the about Drake's response. So because Drake didn't just bring up Kanye. He didn't just address um push. He also brought up something about Kanye that I think that anybody who has paid attention to Kanye, his people, entourage actual stylist those those folk around him he brought up Virgil and he right. said I could never have a Virgil in my circle and hold him down because he makes me nervous Cam Jones if you like a lot of people listening don't know who Virgil is Virgil is if Virgil I'm not mistaken Abelow. is now the, the head creative mind behind Louis Vuitton talk to him mistaken? Max no, you're not mistaken. Okay, he's the head creative mind for Louis Vuitton. He was on the team with with Kanye West. He's also the creator of Off White. So if anybody knows Has anything about Nike right now, the Off White Nike collabs and how you can't get a pair. Shout out Chris Prevost. How you can't get a pair. Shout out to Beaverton. That's mentioned on the side of the off white. Bevompton. Bevompton out it here. Wrong. They spelled they it did. wrong. They did. 97005. We mm. out here. Mm. Where's J-Rock when you need a drop? 9705. <laughs> anyway. Uh, 
Virgil's killing the game. And he brought up Virgil, I think, for multiple reasons. Shout out Don C, who has also been or could be looked at, held back by Kanye. He also brought... He, I'm not going to dwell on it. We're going to get out of here. But okay. he I'm also brought up Pusha T's fiance. But show light. Listen, that was my last... Okay, good. Max Good stealing all my notes, though. Oh. We'll figure so, it out after this. So real fast... He also says, I make it, I'll put a ring. Wait, what does he say? I'll make it ring like Virginia Williams. Right, right, right. Yes, I like that. Who is? I liked it that. Pusha T's fiance. Finance? Finance. Fiance. Financier. So, what Drake does is pay attention, what the rest do, don't. And I think that everybody needs to remember how quickly Drake bodied Meek. How ugly this response is to one song. How many people got dragged into it that shouldn't necessarily have been in there. He's done this before with DJ Drama. Oh, fully. Summer. Fully. Like, Drake is holding no punches because he doesn't have to. Because he literally makes fun of himself so you, you, there's nothing you can come for him for. And he even said, I'm too resilient. Like I'm out here Like you're not gonna do There's nothing you can do And again I, I say all of this With I fucks with Push I fucks with Drake Push I cannot in any way Understand how you come at somebody For something that you do Yeah And I can't understand what. So I I think it's I think it's fake I think that Drake has, or, or I'm sorry I think that Push Has a different reason That he's coming to Drake And he's pulling a Common hmm. Where Common was coming To Drake for a minute Yeah and then we find out it's all about Serena. And then Common admits it. After Drake says, hey, friend, this is about Serena. You're butthurt. And he's like, you're right. Oh, I, th- I don't think there's a woman that they're talking. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this this ghostwriting situation cannot be the reason that you're coming to Drake. Where's Malice when you need him? Uh, talking to the Lord. And he should be talking to his brother. He don't. Because he's talking to the Lord. And Push is over here talking to the pretending, pretending to he's pretending to still talk to the Coke. Hey, first quit playing with his name like that though, Morg. He's not doing that anymore. He's the president of good music. So that's what you you, So he can suck my dick from the back. His hands shut up. Shut up. Who? Miro. Oh. Okay. Uh Um, Have you not seen Miro's gifts where he's like, suck my dick from the bag? Yeah, no, I I heard something when you said that. But so, okay. What I want to say is (laughs) when you're a cocaine kingpin, you don't have to know touch. You got people to do the touches. Yeah, he ain't doing none of it no more, though. Bagging up. He over here handling his business. He's still selling Lord Willen vinyl. So look, the biggest money he's making is off of music. The biggest crime. Right, ridden men, women's don't get their hands dirty. Right, right. You you're away from it as far as possible. Yes, is that is that not rule number zero? Uh, That's before rule number one. Yes, so have a fantastic point. Why could you also rap about it if that's what you're doing? If that's what his lane is, 
No, I'm saying if he were still heavily involved, yeah. you're not rapping about it still. And that's definitely pushes his lane since yeah. for start. And that's no, the thing is you can he, because again, he, he also love, but has he's not moved forward from yeah. Lord and this is the thing because that's all he know. This other shit is just a it's a ploy. It's like the dry cleaners that be over here, and it's just a front. Okay, cool. But what if I tell you that he's 57? That's cool. And it ain't knows, no 70 year old and, cocaine dealers. And he does know more. Than selling cocaine, can, he knows more. Can, he knows play. better. Can at the end of the day, can, <laughs> can at the end of the day, wouldn't you say our episode's about to be hella long because we took manager, way too long on this. Wasn't this a mistake? <laughs> <laughs> we should have went at somebody else, G. This shit was a mistake, G. Whoopsie doodles. Abort. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the red button? Where's the red button? iTunes. This is going to come back with six tracks. Right. <laughs> Info blue. Yeah. Back. What are you going to do for the cover art? Like you sleeping, somebody sleeping on the job or something? Uh, <laughs> I'm faded. So. Okay, so I have a question. Uh, I have an answer. I think mostly it, this hit me as a parent of being like, Fuck. But I think that and you don't have to be to have an opinion. So that kid that started the, the fire in the gorge here. Hang him. Little thug. <laughs> <laughs> and I will give you the reminder, listeners, that a group of kids walking, taking a hike in the gorge were setting off firecrackers and throwing them down the canyon. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's him. exactly what it was. And a woman saw this kid throw it, saw smoke start and tried to get his attention and was like, hey, you just started a fire down there. And he was like, who cares? <laughs> Fuck well, out of here, lady. The, with that, I held a picture of him like uh, with that late 80s cut with the ponytail kind of like it was not <laughs> so much a mullet not a full mullet right but it was like the sides are filled in kind of like the original uh tapers like going towards the taper um <laughs> a tulip god damn it <laughs> a tulip, there you go and then when he said that though he held it like she she was like hey and he held looked over his shoulder like and his little hair shook yeah <laughs> <laughs> The, at the base of his neck you know what? I, I, I picture I him care. looking like the kid uh, from Terminator 2 when he was hacking the ATMs <laughs> yeah. he had the long hair and he's already riding the dirt bike and shit <laughs> hell of a mischievous ass Just kid a, yeah mischief, mischievous ass kid is the way to say it so uh, he I don't know what his full punishment is I don't know if there will be any sort of jail time uh, I will also remind the listeners that this fire jumped a river <laughs> and went into Washington. <laughs> this was a dual state fire. <laughs> ashes made for burn. Our whole city was covered in smoke for three months. The sky was a completely different color. The uh, air was not breathable. Uh, this, so I don't know what he's 15 so I don't know what the, the give full him the reference you gave us uh, Rich the Kid plug walk give, give us the reference you gave us Morg about what the city looked like what movie did it look like <laughs> uh, do I just have to force feed it to you I think so like, uh, um, what's that video game called yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silent Hill Silent this Hill. shit looked like Silent Hill for it three really months did, it really flames. did like it was just purplish in, during the day and just 
God, I hate that movie. <laughs> the end times. It was hella apocalyptic. So um, I don't know what his full punishment is, but he did get uh, slapped with a $37 million in restitution. Million. Million dollars. I want to know, and I know you also have the answers. I want to know what's you don't know a motherfucking thing. I want to know what's the stipulation for you don't know what I know restitution. Like, are they going to garnish this man's check for when it gets right? Older? So that's that's I'm I'm not sure that can happen. And depending on your crime, there's certain things like it, it's a condition of his probation. Mm-hmm. So I don't. What I did see was that in 10 years, if he is current with payments, which I can't even imagine what that monthly payment is supposed to be, right? <sighs> but if he's current with payments and he stays on it and he does all the work for probation, um, then there's like a, we'll take another, we'll revisit at that point. Um, I don't know if he misses a payment. Does he go to jail? Do you go straight to JDH? Like mm. uh, McLaren? I don't know what happens at that point. But I know that you're 15 and you ain't got no fucking money and you don't have a job. So that means your parents are on the hook for that. I wonder if he was willing, like, this is like in the old time, like if you sacrificed a child or something. Like, I feel like there's, there's, there's something that, what is the alternative? Like, there's nothing you can Right, I don't have anything. I can't leverage my home. I can't, $37 million, that's money that that family won't ever t- I mean even if you're a now, really decently well off family that's what I said like you could be making 500k a year and that's never after taxes right and still would take 30 years to get up in like it just there's too too much or 60 years that's it's just there's no there's no way out of that right right? and I feel like because of that that's just a shock number right right? like it feels like right the thing is is that there were hundreds of homes destroyed hundreds of people were displaced in that you know like and actual natural forest and somebody gotta pay for that somebody gotta pay for it and that's why he. it will be us taxpayers at the end of the day but right uh, right but yeah so I mean I, I just don't know is I I think he needs to be punished severely, honestly. You but said, I think you said he's on some kind of probation. Yeah, I mean that that was what the article said is that as a condition of his probation. And it say for how long though? No. It said if in ten years, which then he'll be twenty five, they'll revisit the terms of it. Mm. And I think and we should all there. show up to his probation hearing and slander him in 10 years. We should have all uh, the residents. What are they called? Uh, victim statements? Right. We should all be like uh, uh, I haven't been able to breathe the same. My voice is completely different. Right. No matter what I do, I'm there's ash everywhere. Nine eleven heroes with me to <laughs> join hands and commence in a. I mean, the amount of money that goes into fighting a fire that large. Yeah. I. I. Somebody has to pay for that. You know, like I get it. I just you're not going to get that money. So what are we doing? Are yeah. you satisfied or dissatisfied? Do you feel like it should have been harsher as far as something uh, more obtainable? Cause you know, he's never going to pay that back. Right. Do you feel like he, it should be a super strict probation for like 20 years. Should he go to Jewy for three years, adult life sentence? I mean, a child, uh, right. I, I don't sentence. know. I honestly don't know. I think that this is the kind of thing that, without going corrected you become a donald trump you become the kind of you know white man that literally thinks he runs the entire world and is untouchable so something has to happen i just don't know what changes the mind of a person like that black power can what do you think okay. you feel like it's not, not harsh sure enough all right 
Now, I feel like he should have to spend the remainder of his working life on the fire line. I feel like he should be given fire, fire, mm. uh, a wildland firefighting duty to pay it back. And that's I like that. That's isn't Forest Camp a thing? Do they still do that here? Yeah, I'm sure Is they can do. <laughs> uh, oh. What? Uh, we all volunteer our time. We love to give yeah. back. We all saw back draft back in '97. I mean, we know what it's about. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like if that's something, so therefore, it's something that you're physically and actively a part of what you brought down, right? And would get the emotional uh, ramifications from it too. Not a bad. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic uh, okay. punishment. Yeah, and then also, I'm sorry, Max. What are you laughing at? Put him at? on that line. Put him on that line, though, too, where where he got to come down the fire in line, and it's just a row of everyone's houses who burned up stand on opposite sides of each other, and he got to run down the middle, and they just bomb, <laughs> bomb, just swing, and get. He got to he got to make it from one end to the other. That's the new public stoning. Yeah, yeah. And you got to film it at 120 uh, frames a second so we can watch it slow down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like that idea, Cam. I'm even gonna raise. I'm even gonna raise. So what you said, I love it. And he has to volunteer. Uh, let's see, six hours a week volunteering at the children's burn unit. Mm. Yeah, at the hospital. Mm. Yeah, I'm with this. I you guys nailed it. Man. I think that would really uh Oh yeah, and castration. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let oh, me, yeah, let me give you guys uh, <laughs> uh an addition to the first you file. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where I know this could be slippery, but where how do you feel about uh like with certain crimes where if a kid does it, they'll hold the parents accountable? Bullshit. See, I, yeah. part of me says bullshit, but then part of me is like, sometimes it's not bullshit. Sometimes it's not bullshit. But the times that it's not far outweigh uh, the times that it is. That it is. So you, you, you mean the other way around? No, I think, no, it's not. It's oh. most of the time the parents have nothing to do. It's bullshit that they get oh, blamed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you mean around. it the other way around? Okay. But yeah. Yeah. These are the moments where Can looks at all he. Mm-hmm. He thinks we're we're the crazy, the crazy nuts all the way. He's yeah. like, "There's no way I did that wrong." No, nah, I just I thought I had it, <laughs> but I, maybe I, I probably didn't. I'll take two on one. So, uh, <laughs> but either way, I feel like there's there's the majority of the time it's it's your children are independent thinkers. Most of this time, it, or most of the age ranges are teenagers, where they're at the point in their life they're they're intentionally being rebellious and trying to create their own sense of self outside of whatever you've laid out. And there's a lot. And also the kid that is in your home and spends time with you is a different kid than the one that goes outside and is with their friends. Yeah, very I mean, that's so. just, and, and all adults need to remember that when they're raising yeah, children, yeah. you know? Right. I, I think, uh, you know, uh, both are right, but I think you could do like a case by case and enhancement. So you, and you review the case, like how they have like, uh, that gang inju- uh, injunctions like modifications right. like special circumstances so you punish the kid and then you investigate and if you find that the parents were pieces of shit then you could be like in addition we're also going to punish you but don't make it but like, that just oh, sounds like another charge cri- another crime charged right? right like that doesn't to me if there's a negligence or something of the the parent um, and they are found at fault for something 
the kid still gets charged, right? right? The right. kid is still going to have whatever. Yeah, I don't mean uh, as so opposed to. I mean, it's a double. It's a wham. Okay. So the kid okay. and the parent could get charged, but not a uniform thing to where like the parents are always going to get in trouble if your right. kid does something. Right. Just like Cam said, kid, a lot of kids that do stupid shit, their parents didn't raise them like that. Yeah. They definitely didn't. And but they are do. being punished, you know, like when your loved one goes to prison at any point, someone in that family is being punished. Most people in that family are, you know what I mean? And most times if you're under 18 and you're tried as a juvenile for something, and a lot of these cases, there is some type of restitution involved that comes from your parents. Right. Well, when you're a juvenile only, is that what you mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When you're a juvenile and charged in juvenile courts and all that, your restitution is placed on them. Right. And so that's my thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I have, I have mixed feelings on that. Yeah. Because if if my kid does something worth thirty seven million dollars in damage, right. uh, and I think you just went and had a hike, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. like that. Right, you grabbed your sack lunch and left. Right. See you later, mom. <laughs> Thanks for letting me hang out with my friends today. Yeah. And they're gonna bring you in court. Jeremy years. said he loves you. He loves your ice cream treat. <laughs> they're gonna bring you in court twenty years later after supposedly putting something on this fee. 37 minutes. Right. You'd be like, Morgan, you just paid this down $2,300 <laughs> in 20 years. Duh. <laughs> of course, once you start thinking of the interest and stuff that starts to kill. Oh, the juices are dripping. Duh. Right. Right. It's, that's a wrap. I mean, that's when you, everybody has to be breaking bad. Right. You just got to start making and selling that. years to pay back 40 grand to student loans. To right. Right. How, people how, over here under uh, you know underneath their mortgages that they right. got 200 grand left like right right yes yeah, yeah so that's just astronomical anyway which is another 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 reason to promote uh fuck these kids <laughs> <laughs> also just remember if you don't want kids don't have kids yeah that's a, that's a keep it in mind guys quit with a keep a nigga baby anyway so yeah <laughs> So I have another one. What's okay. the other one? What's up, Khaled? <laughs> <laughs> y'all, okay. y'all be giving me a lot because my head ain't hurting no more. So more life, more tune for your head top. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think that everybody <laughs> that sounded like a tantrum. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Wait, you're just making noise. Not gonna. That's do like that. I, I woke up and I was strapped to the chair. And I know where I'm at. And my mouth is taped. <laughs> Whoa, what? Oh. Yeah, I don't know where this is going. Uh, tw- my dark, twisted fantasy. What? <laughs> what, what was, God bless it. What was it? That's what it's called. <laughs> That's exactly what it was called. My twisted, my dark twist. Oh, uh, shit. Jeezy, holla at me. Jeezy, that's Jeezy. Goddamn. All right. What if Jeezy got juiced because you gave him a shout out and he was like, fuck, you take it back or something? <laughs> <laughs> he like, fuck the Armor Fox defense again. He was our last five star review. <laughs> and now we missing one. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Jeezy. Anyway, uh, so you guys know my feelings on DJ Envy. Envy, Envy, Envy. Yeah, you love him. You feel like he's, uh, you know, a power I player. A, I think he is a hoe cake. I believe that's oh, what they're called. You said a hoe cake, so not even a snack. You said like a like uh, a, like like a, a meal. I said, I said hoe cake. A, a hoe cake. Because he's a bitch. <laughs> I heard hoe cake. Well, I'm correcting what you heard. <laughs> I'll make it. I'll say it again. DJ Envy is a whole cake. I say it again. 
that may not uh, that may just be regional slang and not translate to most places but I think he's a fig him. Newton so where I'm I from it's called a whole biscuit okay no they don't <laughs> nobody's everybody's <laughs> like damn this. they used to say that when we <laughs> right <laughs> no like, nope. not even whole biscuit with the butter bitch <laughs> so Envy went on the big uh fake public publicity <laughs> stunt of having Deces and Meryl like he you know check their temperature and check made that. them apologize for speaking his wife's name basically for even breathing it when he went on TV to talk about cheating on his wife on a show with four women as if this wasn't going to be a thing <laughs> and then this fool now has <laughs> <laughs> now has a reality TV show on Bravo. Ooh, okay. If you're gonna tell me that none of that that all of that wasn't a part of the plan and wasn't a part of a setup, I'm not buying it. So for somebody that's been unplugged for a second, is Bravo like the epicenter of reality TV? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember VH1 was the the place, and then I feel like there's been a shift. I think you're right. I think that Bravo has most of their programming uh-huh. is a reality style show. Got it. And then uh, another portion of their programming is talk shows that talk about what happened on that reality show. <laughs> um, starring the executive producer of said Got reality it. show. Um, so I can't remember that man's name right now. Um but shout out to him because he made every way for himself to get every check Jeez. on that on that network. But Envy, I, my question is, how do you get upset about anything that happens when, A, you're doing everything you possibly can to be in the spotlight with your family? This is a family show. It's about he and his wife and their kids. So if you had a problem with somebody saying anything about your wife, what's going to happen when the Internet attacks your children? You know what I mean? <laughs> and you're the one who put them on there. Get the strap. So I'm just, get the strap. <laughs> Do you know anything about this? It's labeled as a docu comedy. What, what is this about? Is it I just following their to, lives? I think it, I think that's trying to step it up and move away from the word reality mm-hmm. because we know that reality shows are scripted. Mm-hmm. So a docu comedy, but it is a reality show. They did in the articles that I read. It definitely said. Um. That so this was real life. They explore like the life of a clown. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> y'all coming hard. Envious. <laughs> oh no, I'm just, uh, I was the beige panther has a lot of explaining to do. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> he has a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> that makes me think of when they was like. Uh, this is how light skinned lions be singing, and it was that voice under the roar. Yo, the colorism is real, but some of them jokes be fucking hilarious. Beige man. So how do you feel about Mark? You, you think he's out of pocket? For I think he's completely out of pocket for ever having an issue. You are trying to be a a bigger star than your than your leaning on. And you want to be on all, I mean, you're on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, you're now going to have, I mean, on one of the biggest shows, right? Like he's, he's got something popping for himself. He does plenty of gigs and hostings and all of that stuff. And then now you're going to be on a reality TV show. And I think that for a person that pretends to be private, you don't get to say, I'm a really private person. Also, please watch my reality TV show that follows my wife and my family. You think his wife put pressure like, hey, we should do this. I want to get my own thing. I don't know anything about her, so I don't know. 
I think I think that he is just as fame hungry as a lot of people are. What if they do it like uh like delocated on uh <laughs> on um adult swim where the whole family got the ski mask on and they voice it this change. <laughs> what is that sign in the deal? Uh that yeah. way he's still being private. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> I'm gonna leave. Ivy. <laughs> Ivy. We got two special guests today. <laughs> what did he say? Dickhead. Uh, dickhead and pussy. <laughs> Gosh, darn it. You it, killed him with that one, Envy. You really nailed him. <laughs> really got to the meat of the situation. So yeah, uh, what do you think, Max? You think he this is fair? He's uh, just living yeah, I, his life like it's stolen. I, I think it's just fair in the fact that if you want to do a money grab and a fame grab, that's I mean you know do your thing. But I thought I, I made it clear. I thought he was on some clown, uh, you know, level with even trying to take up not taking up for his wife that i'm not saying that that's a clown move but just the way he handled it he read too to far puff, into it trying to puff his chest out yeah like he 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 took something out of that he projected that situation he took something out of it that wasn't even said yeah. so he was upset about something that didn't happen and really tried to press a line about it right and in doing that, you're saying my family's off limits. Don't talk about my family. I mean, he said that to them, right? My right, family right. and my wife's off limits. And then you're going to have a reality show right. with them on it. Exactly. Like, what you no? that's foul. That's dumb. You entered, owe you owe us an apology. Now they're sir. entered officially, which, you know, his wife was already she's been on the show and stuff. So, right. They're in the and they have a podcast. Now. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not buying it. All of it's just pub. Yeah, and he, I, you owe us an apology. You owe Deces and Mero an apology, and now you owe us the listeners and people that ever had to be a part of that. You owe Erica Mena apology. Oh. Ooh, a bird. I'm still mad she never went on the show. Like she should have been on Deces and Mero. I was well, here why, for all of that. Messy well, why situation. were they pump faking? They deserve, uh, uh, you know, the equivalent of the unrefined donkey of the day award because they were sure pump faking, acting like they were about to have wrong. It looked like it was going to happen. I wonder if they taped it and it was just awful or something. Nah, they definitely would have released that. You or think at least so? snippets. Snippets. Um, they waiting. I mean, she's a hot bitch, so. I feel like he did wow. give them them an, an apology. <clears throat> and it came in the form of a lot more viewers. Mm. Yeah, after that, after that, that episode, I feel like even for people who may have been casual knowing about Deces Amaro. Definitely went to check them out to see what the follow up may have been, and therefore got hooked in because they got a good show. Yeah, so. that's what I mean. I'll yeah. g- I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Still fuck envy. <laughs> Wholeheartedly. <laughs> so, listeners, right quick, I just want you guys to know. I had we we stopped for a second. I grabbed me a couple little sticks of that. And it it knocked me down. I mean, literally, if there's a picture of what's going on right now, I'm recording this from the floor. Um, Sherm sticks, them them dipsticks, man. Fucked up. See, I wasn't gonna go there, but a stick is a stick is a stick. (laughs) Um, But he did lift a house. (laughs) Strike a match. (laughs) (laughs) I need to use the side of the foundation. But uh, so. This is something that's very interesting to me. When we 
first came back and punched back in. I had a headache that was really piercing. And would, she you, like, would you even describe it as a migraine even? Or no? I, I won't say because it didn't tear. It was directly in the center of my forehead. It wasn't spread out. So it was. Mm. Oh, it was a Hindu headache. I get that. <laughs> Double H. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> I'm absolutely out on this. One. I'm just going to actually throw the mic through the window or something. Uh, so the interesting thing is being here and having some laughter back and forth from my people's. And my joint is pretty much non-existent at this point in only 20 minutes. And I think that's amazing. And I think that's a testament to why you guys should buy my new book. (laughs) (laughs) Personal prayer package. (laughs) But laughter is good for the soul and your health. Which is why if you have a headache, you should tune in. Exactly. Tune in and get tuned up. Ooh. Ooh. Tunchy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I know you guys are mad. We weren't going to let the cat out of the bag, but Wayne will be on our podcast next week. <laughs> oh, he's coming. Wayne Wonder. And finally, oh, God bless it. I, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> for wood for the fire. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> that was fucking funny. And then, so when they listen to this, now, now. <laughs> There's going to be another version of us popping in with all kind of funk, with all kind of pizzazz, flash, and heat for that ass. Shout out. Sally Sally Sale. Sally Sizzle. Sizzy Sizzle. Man, where are you at when we're doing push-ups, huh? Hella. You think Uh, you lost it, maybe? See if he has an IG. I'm I'm doing it right now. (laughs) I'm hella doing it right now. Or, Or a CD, baby. <laughs> he definitely has that. A CD. <laughs> We're doing live research yeah. for you guys Sick, right now. Sickness.net. <laughs> Ooh, real Sally Sale out here. Can okay. sickness.co. <laughs> dot gov. That's how you're getting anybody don't know names. <laughs> okay, Sally Sale still has ponytails. Ooh, two of them. We got two ponytails with the um. You know how the Booyah tribe used to put uh, uh, the little rubber bands. Right. He got that popping right now. Oh, going down. So multiple going down each one. Uh, yeah, like one ponytail has like four different right. rubber bands on it. That's what he's. That's what he's rocking today. Uh, oh, and by today I mean. Earlier this month, yeah. I can random question. Can you get a, huh. a edu student email address if you went to the school of the hard knocks? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what you can find if you look up on sickness.net is spice one from the page saying he's tired of people disrespecting legends of rap. So he's talking about Greedo. He's talking about <laughs> Rock 100. It's What's funny? You okay, so the bio of Sully Cell's uh, oh. Instagram. Is he from Phileo, right? Bay Area Boss. Oh. And then gives his uh, Gmail for the business. And then new single, Lit as Fuck, featuring Sage the Gemini. Available now. Uh, it is one of y'all gonna, One of y'all going to put that on your playlist. Can I, I just so it. can you explain? Can you get? Can we give them a sneak preview of what to expect regarding us and the playlist and whatnot? You know, for me, it's gonna be a nice array. Well, wait before we get there. Can okay, Morgan's showing us a picture of Sally Cell. Can you see it? 
now, Morg, what are we doing? And why should you know? So we have been asked to create playlists for a new radio station um, here in the lovely Portland um, called The Numbers 101.5. Not to be confused with The Numbers, which is 122nd. <laughs> right. And not to be confused with The Numbers, which is something I just made up so I can say not to be confused. Nice, nice, Ooh. nice. Uh, yeah. So um, we're going to do hour-long playlists individually. Yes. So you're basically you're tapping into each of our minds. You're basically getting a huge view into each of our psyches. Ooh. Right? That's how that works. Right, right. Mm. To the mind So yeah, we'll we'll definitely uh plug those once they're done and up and all of that. And I don't know what the internet portion of their radio will look like. I don't know if they'll be up on a site. So we'll we'll keep you posted on that. Now, what 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 can you give us if anything more? What are you maybe going for with your playlist, or you don't know at all yet? I don't know at all yet. I think I'm going to try and go for a. Uh, uh, I heard you were just going to do Huey P. Newton speeches. That's part of it. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to go for a certain vibe. I don't think I'm going to be all over the place, which is yeah. usually the the way that I listen to music. Mm. I'm going to try and be a little more cohesive. Okay. So, and I'm not going to quest love y'all and throw you a bunch of B-sides you've never heard of. <laughs> Why not? Some, just sometimes to, that's what Just to fake educate you so that you don't listen to my playlist. Sometimes that's what people want. Yeah. Sometimes that's what people need. Yeah, and the quest can do that. And I'm going to stay away from it so that someone actually listens to my playlist. I'm just saying, don't close the window on that. You might <laughs> throw a B-side. Oh, no. I mean, I'll give you something, I'm sure. You know but. that that Biggie and the Brat have a song called B-side? Do they? Yep. A little fun fact for you. B Is that from the Biggie duets? No. <laughs> this was an original. They was both in the studio together. Wild. Ken Jones, what can we expect? So you can expect something between um, Inspect the Deck and Caution. <laughs> Spell with a K, though? With a K. Uh, somewhere in between those two. How to Skelter. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm going to... That's where it. he lands. Yeah. Hell to Skelter. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely take it. What I want to do is go back into that um, The Forgotten. Like and we all do this. So you are gonna give us some Selly so. Not not so much that like because uh, of course you have your 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 it may be some Selly sale but it's not gonna be as going down. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I want to go back into those songs. Can't actually, to go B side. Yeah, yeah, it's basically B side. Um, but I find myself listening to certain stuff. Like Brother Lynch came on and loaded on my briefcase, start playing, and I was like, this song is filthy as heck. And I never think about it. Now, can it be cleaned up, Candy? Have you been thinking? Yeah, about because that? even with that song, it's not it, hella cussing or nothing going on. Oh the God. the I think remember even on there he was almost editing out when he was talking. It kept me like shit. Mm. He was doing that as mm-hmm. if he was one twenty five. I can't get it for the note. He don't know. That's four <laughs> steps right there. One twenty five. I can't get it. Nah, I need my script. Oh, my briefcase with some crumble weed. Oh. Oh, so yeah, but I think that can be edited 
edited fairly. But uh, anyways, just a range. I think that's something that's been on my mind lately is even for myself wanting to create a playlist of just a bunch of the joints that I remember and not be all over the place. I like what you're saying as far as kind of having a vibe, having yeah. a flow. So I definitely... We'll, we'll try to keep it so it's not like okay my, my I don't know where my emotions should be right now with everything I'm hearing <laughs> so to to maybe put that keep that in the back of my head as wanting to have a flow and a direction of it um, to where it makes sense but either way you guys gonna get something nice yo LeBron James posted a video of him singing it's going down tonight Recently or just at any point? Uh, well, Selly Cell posted this in uh, August. That's wild. That that would be a big deal for me. That's why Brian ain't got six rings. Okay, we're moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> too much, too much bait. Yeah, area. <laughs> Max, what you doing? Billy Holiday. You know, yeah, I was thinking a little Boston Nova. Uh, you know, some some acapella behind some finger snaps mm. so we'll see i do know this <laughs> i'm gonna slow, slow it down, down for the listeners a little bit you should slow down. i'm thinking nothing over 35 bp but i'm definitely gonna put love in the atmosphere I'm gonna slow it down for him, Ken. Spread your way. I'm, I'm gonna bring the positivity out. You gonna spread them way? Yeah, you hella good at putting together those mixes, especially a slow. Have the chicks busting it open. Wow. Spreading that peach open. This is a lot. What? <laughs> I feel uncomfortable now. Because you ain't heard the music. That's uh, true. So, in music form, I'm gonna do. <clears throat> It's it's gonna it's gonna take over people's bodies. Like you're gonna think that Bill Cosby drops something. Uh, okay, yeah. again. but it's gonna be in the musical form. Swish. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's nothing funny about that at all. Bad. That is awful. Bad can. God. Bad jam. I was just about to come back. Jan out here playing, y'all. Y'all should ban him. So can't ban the tan man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you allowed to be jealous or insecure of your side piece? Is it fair or foul if you uh, catch feelings on the person you ain't supposed to have no feelings for? Can I ask one follow up question for the listeners? Might be having the same question. Do you mean is it fair for this person to feel it on the inside but not express it to the side chick? Or are you saying to like amp on the side chick and be like, don't be seeing anybody else? Does that make sense? Um I it does. I I think that changes those are two different questions though. Like and you tell me. I look at it like this. If you if if I'm in a relationship and I'm also dating someone else that is a secret right mm. you can't have any room to tell that other person what they can and cannot do i agree because you're double dipping and you're being greedy exactly you being greedy you have to chill with the feels right 
My main you bitch already got know. pregnant by <laughs> my side bitch got pregnant by her main dude and I'm offended. There it is. <laughs> yes. You already Shout out Chains. You, you already yeah, <laughs> You already cheating the fucking game. Right. You're already doing too you much. You got the <clears throat> You got the incense sick burning on both ends. <laughs> Going hard in the paint. He caught her. So yeah, I feel like if you're over here lying to one person and this other the other person that likely isn't lying to you because they they know you can't really say shit right um if they get a girl or a dude you don't get to have a say i i agree yeah don't bring and so you know it what however you feel is just how you feel you know but don't ever bring that to your side chick yeah you don't yeah. get to you don't Plus get you to. look like a clown by doing that you definitely do let me let me ask. No you matter guys, if a man or woman, you look like a clown. Let me ask you guys another um, fair or foul. Fair or foul on turning your side chick or man at some point into your main thing. Dicey. <laughs> so dicey. It's so dicey. Uh, I believe there's a phrase that uh, old people say, and it's "bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks." <laughs> It goes along the lines of uh, you lose them how you got them. Yeah. Something to that effect. What's so different? So, Jenny Wine. <laughs> so if you get a person lying and cheating, you will likely lose that person in the same way. I agree. So I, I mean, if all of a sudden this is, you know, sometimes that shit works. I know it does. I'm sure it does. I'm sure there are many who, who relationships. Who did it work for? Give us the names right no. now. <laughs> Shout out mom, dad. Shout out the <laughs> Well. <laughs> no, I, I just know that there have to be instances right. of that working out. Um, right. And people live happily ever after or whatever, right? But like, I think, I think that is. <laughs> yes. And Beyonce. Um, yeah, I think that they... It, there are far less success stories in that way yeah. um, than and you know like I don't know I just have and I just have the idea in my mind if you're not ready to be in a relationship the idea is don't be in one right you know like don't emotionally invest into people that you really aren't invested in yeah um, the lead on is real and that, that's the foul part so yeah foul. I say you you're a dick and you don't get to do that. Plus, even if this like let's say you have a side situation and like say they're single and obviously you're not and they right. know you're not. Right. That's still there's still uh cooperating and and deceitfulness yeah. that you're like, okay, so if we're official, you're already what maybe Right, you're down to do some grimy shit possibly. Right. I got another fair foul. Okay. <sighs> Well, Cam, before we go there, were you kind of on board with what we were saying? So you didn't need to add anything? Yeah, I didn't have nothing else. I mean, I, it's, it's, you have no place. Right. You have no place to say anything. So if that's your situation, that's your dynamic, then where are you to feel? You can feel what you want to feel, but right. to bring it to their attention. What? Or allow it to change the situation. Like if you're going to be so upset that you break up with that person, fine. Yeah. Um, you breaking up with you the side breaking up with the side. I mean, that happens all the time, right? Yeah. Um, it's funny that it's labeled a breakup, though. It has to be. 
What else would you call? I mean, I don't know what else to call so it. So, fellas, when your girl mad as hell for a week and you ain't did nothing, you know what it was. I should have cheated. <laughs> <laughs> but for a small, fair foul, being that it's this wonderful Labor Day weekend, do you so guys is find it? Memorial Day? It? <laughs> memorial. Yeah, the vets God are putting in some labor. God damn it. And the vets are going in labor after you just disrespect them right now. We about to get boycotted. Wait, 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 the wait. The NFL don't wait, fuck with us no wait. more. Start from the top on that, Ken. So, Ken, you had another fair foul for us? <laughs> yeah, shout out to my guy, uh, Maxwella. <laughs> um, fair foul on this wonderful, glorious Memorial Day week, the three day weekend. Yes. Is it fair or foul that the unrefined sophisticates are not in Miami on an all, expa- all expenses paid business trip? Business trip. Foul AF. Foul as fuck. How about we go to South Beach here in Oregon? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that called Florence? Like, <laughs> Have you not been there, South Beach? Uh, I have, uh, nope. There's a South Beach in Oregon. It, nope. Uh, Is it next to Seaside? Tell me three <laughs> places you don't want to go. There, <laughs> there, or hella, there again. Hella rocks. <laughs> right, there's no sand. <laughs> hella weeds. Hella cobblestone. <laughs> One dead seal afloat. <laughs> washed up on it, even wash, it just keep rocking. Yeah. <laughs> Does it go anywhere? No. It's just, <laughs> it is a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, not there. We want to go to Miami. Yeah, that's very foul. Yeah. We're in a, you know, temperature controlled room right now. <laughs> uh, it but feels it's pretty not, good. It's not South Beach. Yeah, yeah. it's not South Beach, nah. and we're not popping major bottles. Well, did you ever do anything, uh, you know, in the in in your yesteryears on Memorial Day weekend or no? Never. Okay. I mean. Uh, you mean something like that, like a trip? Yeah, like going to you know Miami. No, never. I've never done anything that cool. My my dad used to take us to the beach. I went we to Black used- Bike Week years ago. Oh, I forgot about that. Whoa. Tell us how disappointing you were. Whoa, yeah. Um, probably cool for that region. It was a cool experience, but it was the you that was around the time that the were ratchet was um being Ratcheting overused. Up. And uh, what were we to guess, Cam? Like oh nine, oh ten? No, this was like eleven, okay. twelve, somewhere in there. And I just remember being like, "Yikes!" Um, like a lot of aunties, <laughs> a lot of aunties <laughs> out here. And then it was stuff I wasn't used to seeing, like you know, these aunts with like. 11 month olds on their hip Mm-mm. but dressed in barely nothing walking down these and streets just and oh, no 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 they probably wearing can't tell me if I'm wrong this uh, uh, bikinis with that see through shawl on top oh yeah that, that oh the net bad. yeah the net the tuna right. capture yeah with the, with the pretty much no no uh, the, the 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 jean shorts cut down to below to pocket pockets length. right um yeah, and it just, there was, I can say that whole time, there was really no moments, like there was a lot of butt, right? A lot of booty. But it was really no like, damn. like I feel like I haven't heard anybody say booty the way you just did. Yeah, that's, that's what it was attached to. It was like, <laughs> this in that context, of booty. Uh, but yeah, it was just, I mean, I enjoyed like me, these are my childhood friends from, we all met up 
there. And so it was fun in the sense of running around just being extra loaded and, you know, having some stories in that sense. Like everything was hella popular. That was my first time too being by a Walmart and Walmart being so active. Like that was the club. Um, wow. Everybody. Where was, was this in again? There. This is in, uh, um, what's it called? Um, Myrtle Beach. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it just was, it was a lot. I just kept being, you know, it wasn't my, my thing. This was a real trip. Yeah. This wasn't like, um, bike week in Tacoma. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but what's crazy is the first night getting there, like the introduction was like pulling up and being the first trucks to pass a motorcycle accident and saw two deceased. No. And I'm talking like still fresh to the point the other motorcycle members were like trying to get traffic to stop and wow and seeing, seeing two people in body positions that don't didn't make sense. And so that was like the introduction like, "Oh, okay, we here." But I did have some of the best chitlins I've had in my life, and I'm not a chitlin fan, but the chitlins in this spot were the truth. Were the absolute. And I did it. That and some greens. To this day, that might have been one of the best meals I've had at 3 a.m. <laughs> and it was at some random spot? Random spot, which was actually outside of the bar club. Um, it was its own little standalone building right next to it. So they kind of took you out of one and they seemed like that was the spot everybody went to. What was funny about standing in that line, too, is I looked like everybody in line. And then when I made my order... The lady was like, "Baby, you ain't from here." <laughs> like, hey, nope. Oh, yeah. They're from West Coast, and you see the ID. Mm. I busted open for a real one. <laughs> Let me see your chitlins. Busted open wide enough, I can see your chitlins. And we're done. Uh, <laughs> chitterlings. <laughs> chitterlings. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, trademark. <laughs> <laughs> Put the TM next to that one, and that's the name of this, this episode. So. <laughs> um, so, Ken, if you can tell everybody how they can find us, we can we can wrap this this buddy up and put a, put bow, a bow on, on it. it. Wow, you owe me all the cokes. Coke, which kind of cokes? No, we're just code, man. Oh, FBI boys don't know we need any. No. I thought coke, alphabet but, people, co-ax. just. Coaxocord. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> First off, you can find us as the Venomous Three. Hey, new hashtag <laughs> on Instagram. Venereal Three. No, what? I'm out. <laughs> Take me out of that game. The Tetracycline Three. Instagram at Unrefined Sophisticates. Twitter at Unrefined Show. Then you can find me on Instagram at Unrefined Can. Max on Twitter at Modernair Max. You can find Morgan on Instagram at Portland Morgan hey. or Twitter at MJ Infamous. That's me. Outside of that, everybody you, get shot. You can Ten find us in the streets. Uh, Catch us going down. Drop burning rubber. Uh, at the side shop. In traffic. Baby, 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 please. Baby, baby, please. Okay, why don't you go ahead and sing us out into the intro? All right, outro. <clears throat> oh, Must have had your infrared wrong. Now your head in a beam. Y'all are the spitting image of whatever jealousy breeds. Don't push me when I'm in album mode. You're not even top five as far as your label talent goes. Send shots while I gotta challenge those. 
But I bring calicos to the Alamo. 